0: hello everybody and welcome back to between two pods episode three this time i'm joined along by the play along podcast hi guys how are you three today
1: doing well man thanks for having us excited to be here
0: you're welcome would you like to introduce yourselves and your podcast and where can people find you
1: so i'll do the do the spiel yeah that's your, that we usually yeah, do. That's your yeah, spiel yeah. go on mate uh yeah so i'm jared play along podcast is a weekly podcast where we play through games in kind of like a book club format what we'll do is myself and my other two co-hosts kai and ben we'll each take turns choosing a game We'll then break that game up into sections and then come together each week to talk about those sections specifically. One thing we always disclaim is we do dive deep into like the narrative or the story of the games we're playing. So if you're trying to avoid spoilers for whatever we're covering, we either say play the game first and then come back and listen. Or you can play the game along with us. That's play along in a nutshell. Cool. And where
0: can they find y'all?
1: Yeah, you can go to our website, playalongpod.com to find all of our content and bonus content there and Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all that's Pod as well.
2: Yes. There's a whole bunch of
1: side content
2: as well. We got like, we do like Get Wrecked once a month, which is like a recommendation between us and a guest. Um, And then there's a whole bunch of paid content that we have. We do like uh, roundtable discussions. We did a PS2 draft, which is a lot of fun. It was a um and there's some other ideas that have been spitballed that we're working on we are doing a play longer um that should actually be out by the time this is live i think yes so that is uh, a longer form game that we're going to break up and then every two three months we're going to get together and do the kind of play-along style with that um i didn't want to drop the voice straight into persona 5 so the first one is death stranding <laughs> oh uh, no
3: I'm excited so, for
1: Persona Five, though. I'm excited when we actually do end up covering that. Yeah, so it'll it, it will be coming
2: eventually.
0: But that's that is the uh, the only acceptable JRPG, in my opinion. Like that <laughs> that's it. Yeah.
1: Just Persona Five, nothing else. Just
0: yes, Persona Five, Four, and Three. If it doesn't start with Persona, it's not very good. <laughs> um, wow. But well, I now have there's hope for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have some questions for you lads. I have to say, since we have a Brit here and yes. the first question starts off with what is your best podcast moment like through all of your recordings Ooh. is what is the best moment that doesn't mean like you know obviously a it could be a specific episode every if you time we finish
4: a podcast <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> when Kai when he hit when that I, stop recording when, button yeah when, like,
2: when I click yeah. out of that tab and I go and do whatever I'm supposed to be doing for the no, it's hard it's like there's a lot uh, of things that haven't made it to the pod like pre recording yeah stuff I've When was it that we spent, like, 15 minutes talking about fleshlights? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was, like, a couple weeks ago. (laughs) Um, But in terms of, like, what's made it to the feed, uh, probably the intro to our Christmas episode. Um, (sighs) Yeah. That's probably one of my favorite moments. Um, The TikTok of it on our uh, socials. You can go look at all my shit. Yeah. Jared like it was just Jared's delivery it was kind of like a you know here you go peasants this one's free (laughs) and it that wasn't how it was meant which wasn't the way. that's that's how it came across and it was absolutely brilliant
3: yeah
1: yeah uh for me I think it's a little cliche but like our our very first episode a lot of people don't recommend listening to their first episode and it's not as great It's you know we've improved and gotten better and our flow and everything but the very first episode starts with all of us laughing because mm. we first kai and Ben had never spoken to each other prior to that episode that recording was the first time they no, had, had talked in person had
4: had a oh man yeah. <laughs> um
1: and i didn't like we had done podcast stuff before but i haven't like hosted anything in a long time so i introduced the podcast what we were doing but i didn't introduce who we were and i got right into the game and then the we cut that and we start back up and it's all of us just like dying laughing and Ben's just cackling and it's it's hilarious it's great it's great I'm curious
3: all
2: right. Kai do you actually have one do you have one I don't, know, one or I don't or actually listen I don't even, even listen to our podcast I'm oh honest.
4: no it all just it all just goes out immediately my <laughs> uh, uh
2: honorable mention to our recent ad read that Kai did oh Kai uh, kills the ad reads yes for our Spotify for podcasters ad read <laughs> the bar is in hell um <laughs>
4: yeah he just said, "I feel like like the like special kid who's getting like praised for doing bare minimum." Like, <laughs> the ad reads are so good. You're so good, sweetie.
2: You can read so well. No, because that uh, was like that was one take, unscripted, and yeah, it, it just came. All off of it. Like, if you listen perfect.
1: to any of our ads from before our previous episodes, Kai does them off the cuff one time, and then that's what we put out. <laughs> uh,
4: but generally, I do like our tangents any of our fun tangents, fleshlights Mm -hmm. and all the rest. And we often, uh, me and Jared are obviously not English, uh, and so often we will bring our English-related questions to Ben early yes. on in, um, in the beginning of the podcast because yeah. we, we get confused with the, the slang and terminology.
1: I mean, um, we had a whole conversation with uh, our family at, at family dinner yesterday about did, not only about, like, you not cockney having garbage rhyming. disposals, but oh, well, your, that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, your slang and like cockney rhyming and everything. Like, like oh, yeah.
4: apples and pears and stairs and all that bullshit, yeah. which is just like... No <laughs> one actually country. uses that, which is No one uses apples thing. and pears? I'm disappointed. No, that's, that's not what the internet is told. <laughs> the most reliable source
0: oh absolutely no, the the flashlight one kind of reminds me of uh we did pokemon snap the 64 game mm. and there's there's nothing to talk about and i don't know how it came to this but it was like out of the three of us who do you think would give the best blow job is what the conversation <laughs> evolved into <laughs>
1: Oh man, that's a great Pokemon
4: Snap related question. You bleep swearing, but have conversations about blowjobs? <laughs> do, you,
0: do you do you know how many like bleeps are in that episode? <laughs> that's fair. Maybe, maybe the first podcast you listen to will be that episode and you're going to be this like, might, man, I can't believe they went through that. This, <laughs> this, might, be <laughs> a, this
2: might be a losing battle. A it's a very point. different vibe to like, Jared was like, oh, this dude, like, you know, do you know I'm always down for talking about video games. So Jared yeah. was like, oh, like this dude's invited us. Like this is the first episode of the series. I listened to a bit and I was like, all right. yeah, Yeah. Um, but I, I get the feeling that the main series is vastly different.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is a little more relaxed than uh, our <laughs> normal. But yeah. here we go. We're in the question number two. Okay. If y'all, if y'all are ready. Let's do it. it. What is one game you'd bring back?
2: Oh, like, like, franchise like, Are something? we talking, like, it's... from the ground up remake?
0: No, 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 no. Just, like, you know, it hasn't existed in a long time.
2: Oh, Tension. It... F- easy.
0: What's it? Tenshu.
2: It's a. It was a stealth assassin, uh, ninja game that was on PS One, oh, and then they had, uh, they had Tenshu Two on the PS One as well, and they did a couple of like weird spinoffy games on PS Two and 360, but they weren't as great. Um, but the core, the core gameplay is basically it was a 3D environment, and you played as a ninja, and you had a, a target for each mission, so it might be. Okay kill this person, there's like a hit against this person, you have to go and kill mm-hmm. them, or it might be you have to get a letter from one side of the village to the other, but there's a bunch of like enemy ninjas who are making sure that that doesn't get through. Um and so it was just cool. You just basically went around, you had like uh rice bowls that were like poisoned that you could throw on the ground to like <laughs> poison <laughs> you laugh, but to poison dogs so that the dogs died okay. and they didn't alert the That's enemy f- ninjas up. to wow. you. <laughs> um, <laughs> It was it was awesome, and it was like one of the first games I played where you could lean against the wall, and the camera would pan in such a way that you could see the person who was
1: patrolling their path. Um, yeah, like Metal Gear solid, solid, Metal Gear Solid style, like <laughs> gameplay. Yeah,
2: yeah, I played that before Metal Gear.
1: Um, oh wow!
2: Okay. But you, yeah, it was basically the idea was you was yeah you there was combat, so if you did get seen, um, you could do like. I remember, like, if you press like down, up, X, he like did this like core crew spins. So you could land behind the enemy and then like slash them from behind. There was like parries and whatever.
0: Oh, fucking <laughs> awesome, dude! <laughs> 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 awesome. Sounds great, Kai. What do you think? What would you bring back from the dead? I'm gonna Don't stick steal with mine.
2: I'm gonna stick with the ninja
4: theme. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I ninja. This was also in my he, just now one, too. One one off, uh, PS2, and I. Oh, Eve. It was on GameCube, possibly. Yeah. Uh, it's just a in when you think of 3D platformers in the like mid to 2005 to 2010 of just like outlandish bull running around as a tiny little ninja and like that weird humor that definitely can't exist mm. anymore. Yeah, the um, very problematic early 2000s. Yeah, very humor. problematic early 2000s, not broadly appealing anymore humor. Um, but it was just a f***ing fun game. Like it was just. Yeah. If you and haven't I played the Ninja. If you went back and played it recently, good. it was difficult to get a hold of because it <laughs> at the time did not seem bad, but now it's real bad. Um but iNinja, it's just a, a solid 3D platformer that I think they should bring back. I think it'd do well.
1: Yeah. Alright. Not a fun. Good
0: deal. Jared, what you think?
1: I think that Jack and Daxter needs the Ratchet and Clank treatment. Like bring Jack and Daxter back. I will die on this hill. We need that. To- not-
0: J- Jared, I'm on the hill with you. I'm on okay, the cool. hill with you.
1: Cool. Like, I'll take it if they want to do like a full like reboot remake like they did with the first Ratchet and Clank of the first Jack and Dexter, that'd be cool. And if we got something like Rift Apart, like that'd be like it works. The 3D mascot yeah. platformer is still popular and still holds up. Any I mean, I don't know how much changes. of like the movie helped or didn't help with Ratchet and Clank because you know those kind of came out at the same time. But I don't cool know.
0: Movie? Yeah, there was <laughs> one. I don't remember the movie though.
1: It, the, the yeah, whole, their whole like, uh, marketing gimmick was like. Ratchet and Clank: The movie about the game about the movie kind of thing, because the the game was also kind of like had the same plot as the movie, and the movie had the same plot as the. Game. So it was kind of like. Uh, that, it has a twenty-one percent
4: on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Oof, mm. oof, yeah. not good. Uh, but bring Jack and Daxter back. That game's fantastic. Um,
0: not, they're they're too busy with The Last of Us, and mediocre people like that thing. Anyways. oh Oh. we are a pro okay hold on on. (laughs) hold you
2: Lost of us tattoo on my arm just cried
0: (laughs) i was telling i was telling joey and tim because they're talking about us playing it this year and i was like my only thing i remember of that game was i actually had to connect my ps4 to the internet for once for an update because i kept Mm. getting warped across the map and killed by a clicker Mm -hmm. and that's that's all i remember from the game that's wild. have you played the second one no, because I wasn't interested in the first one, so I didn't yeah, care about um, the second one.
1: <laughs> play yeah. him and give him a shot. I'm curious to hear how you feel, oh. because... I,
0: so, I was like, I was like, if we do it, I was like, I'm going to buy that remake for my PS5 and try to justify having that thing in my desk. Just yeah, don't buy I the PC port.
1: It's not doing so well right now.
0: That's what I hear.
1: Yeah, PC
2: port's not great. I'd definitely yeah. say give it another shot. Um,
0: yeah. That's that's all I remember was just like a buggy experience, to be it's honest. It's definitely
2: not... It, the Last of Us Part 1 definitely isn't the best game ever in terms of like just playing and the mm. AI are particularly stupid. Right. Um I don't know about the remake.
1: Maybe they've they've sorted that in the remake.
2: That's but, that's what I was yeah. thinking.
0: It might be worth me doing that. And well, getting what I've seen again. from
1: the remake is they took a lot of like how combat works in two and applied that to one, so it's more f- gameplay feel like two does, which is just okay. feels more like fluid and everything. But yeah.
0: what was the the big debate? It was like, are you a brick or a bottle person? And I always took uh, bricks. I mistake, like, bro. I always felt like <laughs> it was uh... <laughs>
2: it, it, depends, it depends what you're after, right? Yeah. Bricks to throw at people, bottles yes. to attract clickers. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, the I always found that the... Bullets. I always found the people were more deadly than the clickers, to be honest. Oh, oh nice, yeah. bro. In this too, no, bro. right. the
2: sequel to, Jesus. The first... of oh, the sequel's awful. Sorry.
3: Yeah.
0: But... No problem. Well, this kind of goes back into uh, what you were telling me about your first episode. How did two Americans and a Brit end up making a podcast together how, how did this come about
1: when two americans and a brit love each other very <laughs> yeah. much little podcasts <laughs> are born um i so legitimately this
2: is not a joke uh i think we explained it like this last time i slid into jared's dms
1: yep he's like hey f- baby you up and that like, was <laughs> the
2: first that was the first time me and jared met so i used to run a um instagram page where i did Mm. like news stories and jared had like a gaming focused instagram page
1: yeah same thing news games yeah i decided
2: to upgrade it um and made it like a website and wanted to go down that route i was like hey do you want to write for me um uh you know i'm looking basically just to collect a group of people who Mm want to write about video games and he was like yeah fine cool and that happened jared ended up going off to uni so he stopped writing for us, but mm-hmm. we did keep in touch and we sort of spoke now and then. And then while we were doing that, we did have, a, I had a podcast that I was doing with Jared and another one yeah. of my friends. Yeah,
1: news-based podcast that we would do. Yeah. Okay. And
2: then um, when Jared left, probably like a year and a half, two years later, maybe? Yeah. Um, well, it'd be about a year after you finished college, I guess, actually. mm yeah, um, he messaged me and he was like, "Hey, like, I know that you like are still doing a podcast. I've got like an idea I want to run by you."
1: And um, I believe he was on your lunch break, right? Yeah, I was literally like in my car, and I was like, "Hey Ben, can I call you?" I have like, because I wanted to do this idea, but I was like, I wasn't sure. I was like, "Do you think it's a good idea? Do you not? Do you want?" To? I really wanted him to be a part of it too, so that was really why I was contacting him.
2: Yeah, I gotcha. um, and I don't know if I like picked up on that or what because i was just like yeah you should do this and i want to be in it and jared was like oh well, that's convenient because <laughs> i was gonna ask um and then jared and kaya are cousins so yep, okay. kind of... related. yeah related and so a... like... See, jared pulled me from
4: burning wreckage and now i owe my life to him and i'm forced <laughs> your, to labor your life podcasts is, uh, in my forever
2: yeah uh, no that's... yeah we're related okay. yeah and so uh i think they've done some stuff together before mm-hmm. like yeah. podcast yeah. stuff <laughs> just things um, in general just stuff, you know <laughs> you know hanging hang out. out now and then um <laughs> kind of and so yeah jared was kind of the common thread between all of that mm-hmm. okay and then uh yeah play alone was born from there here we are
3: two That's years very cool.
1: and some change later yeah,
3: yeah wow Lord, two f- years oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. it was two years in february yeah
0: look at that wow congrats guys hey thanks man congrats it's look at look, look at look at you <laughs> it feels
1: surreal as yeah. oh, hell yeah. well the other the other day when i like brought up to the guys i was like we've played like 30 35 games for the podcast and it's like what <laughs> that's
3: so many
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah our 50th episode just went up and un- unlike y'all's version of the book club for podcast that means we've played 50 games for this thing yeah that's crazy yeah yeah
1: because yeah, we'll spend that's... 11 weeks talking about Chrono Trigger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, very cool now this question only has one correct answer
1: oh, this is the correct oh. answer one okay
0: yeah this only has one correct answer all other answers are not acceptable okay what is the best game soundtrack Persona five there I'm gonna guess go. just... that's the correct answer thank you very much
1: <laughs> I say Persona 5 because I'm gonna read the room and, and clearly see but uh, I mean from what I've heard it's 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 a thing like it has I haven't heard all the tracks but I've heard enough to be like okay this is this so is five for sure
2: I will yeah. I will say Persona 5 is my personal favorite um, just because it matches the entire aesthetic of the game and matches yep. the, the combat and all of the sort of like I on my PS4, I have uh, a bunch of Persona Five Royal themes and one of them I is miss my themes, theme. man. Yeah, I do. Don't. I was having a conversation with this with someone the other day. Um, but like that's like the the chilled cafe song. That's like, dum,
3: dum,
0: yeah, dum.
2: yeah, I f- love that. But I will say. In all seriousness, Persona Five is the best one. Honorable mention to Ocarina of Time. Ocarina yeah, of Time yeah. is a very close second for best soundtrack.
1: I, I was gonna say my my heart picks are like probably all of the Zelda, but I like Skyward Sword's soundtrack specifically. You know, that was the first one being actually fully orchestrated. Ballad of the Goddesses is, is just a beautiful theme. Uh, yeah, I just this, the Legend yeah. of Zelda music always hits me. I can't right. I can't help it.
0: The, the thing, Kai, okay, we'll get the yours real quick before I go on a Persona tangent. Do you have oh, one? Okay. Is this just
1: an excuse for you
4: to talk about Persona 5? Is that why this question is here? It doesn't matter what anyone on the podcast says. You're just like, and back to Persona 5. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm going to go with Minecraft
1: because oh, that's a, that's a good one uh, that's an like, interesting choice
4: i like ambient music in general yeah. i listen to a lot of ambient music but i really do love the music for minecraft it's one of the only video games in which i actually will listen to the music from the game outside of yeah. the game
0: okay yeah what i was gonna say what there's a thing about Persona five royal i mean it's a 150 hour jrpg but the thing is the music that life will change is the song and as you're running up to the final boss fight that guitar solo hits and you're gonna be hyped. You've heard this so much, but it still, like, hits you correctly.
1: Oh, yeah. So, I, I have a, a Persona-related question. Okay. That game is 150 hours. You can go much further if you have side quests and, and all that. Mm-hmm. Is there a good varied amount of music? Are you hearing a oh, lot of the did. same tracks?
0: There, the There's a lot of music. I think okay. the soundtrack is, like, 20-odd songs long. I think that's the base game, though. It's only 20. And the Royal soundtrack like, 40 or something like that. Oh, oh wow. There's even more. Yeah, there's a bit too in the royal versus the base game where you can go like into a uh cafe like a jazz club Mm -hmm. and uh the singer from like she did the songs for the actual soundtrack she's just in there and you can go in there just vibe
3: yeah
2: so it's more it's it's interesting though because like as much as the songs are a bop they do kind of hit that
1: ambient like interesting background kind of music as well
2: yeah so a lot of a lot of the songs like just don't have lyrics a lot of them are like instrumental and then some do have lyrics and it kind of swells with what's happening in the game
1: Mm. yeah honorable mention to anything that grant Kirkhope has done the banjo series (laughs) mario and rabbits all the you can tell like when you hear his music you're like oh yeah that's that's grant Kirkhope for sure
0: all right here is our next question guys why do you podcast
2: I am a white man in my thirties. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, true. as my Not ad true. read uh, said last time, uh, there's two things you can do when you hit uh, 25 and beyond. There's only two hobbies you can have: OnlyFans and podcasting. And uh, none of us have the body for OnlyFans, so <laughs> here we are yeah. doing that. Um, I
1: mean, I, I, I the, the thing to say that it's like oh yeah we talked about video games anyways like me and Kai kind of did the stuff we did on podcasting constantly anyway and I think like we talked before when I was writing for Ben and we did the podcast that was the first kind of podcast related thing that I had done I didn't even really listen to podcasts at that point either that was much further down the line when I started listening to podcasts but uh doing that kind of instilled this love for like this kind of format where it's kind of like a linear conversation you have a topic you have a game you have news whatever and just having conversations again i already loved having those conversations anyways but now it was fun we got to do it on recording and post it and uh, all that that encompasses it and from ours what i really love too is just meeting people like from meeting you and meeting all of our other friends and discord groups and that's kind of been the best part of podcasting is just getting so many different people and different perspectives especially with games because you can get people that love one franchise or hate one franchise and whatever and have conversations about that and that's super interesting to me
2: yeah I think for me like when I started podcasting back when I had the website Mm. honestly it was like out of necessity like I was like I need another form of content for this platform oh interesting um and so I was like you know hey let's Take the week's news and round it up into a, like an hour-long episode. People can mm-hmm. get caught up on everything because that was kind of the whole shtick of Games Bulletin was that like people live fucking crazy busy lives. All of the articles were like to the point. Everything was yeah. like there was no minimum word limit. It was like if this is the news, that's what's put on the page, and then that's
0: that. It's not like um, one of those terrible articles you see from like comicbook.com where you have to scroll the first three paragraphs to get what you actually yeah. want to like read. the paragraph yeah. in
2: the middle is like originally released in 2012 and it's like i don't <laughs> it, like i don't <laughs> care um and then like so the, the podcast that i was doing jared left i brought my friend dan in so it was me dan and greg and that mm-hmm. kind of fell apart dan was like at uni i was living a busy life greg was Doing his stuff, so that kind of fell apart. And then, when Jared mentioned about doing a book club, I was like, "Okay, well, this is cool because not only do I get to play games I'm probably never going to play, because that yeah. was the whole. We kind of lost that from the intro, but originally it was you like did the first we, day and
1: then never did it again.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was like games that we like love and games that we hate. Like regardless, yeah. we're going to play them all the way through. Okay, um, so it, it was just kind of like basically jared was like hey do you want a chance to talk about video games and i was like yeah mm. and it, it, it's all props to jared um in terms of like building the in a seriousness like in terms of like building the community and like finding other podcasters to talk to i'm on so the many Discord. podcasts
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> having my, the, my man's a content demon
0: the the is, content yeah. goblin, i can't help it having the, I, I feel that yeah
2: having those people around us has just yeah. kind of bolstered my want to do it because i listen to other people's content mm. and like uh, there's a thin line between copying and being inspired i'm sure but you know like you you hear something and you're like oh that's cool i want to do that or like taking it so like oh we're gonna do a play longer we're gonna take these yeah. longer games that we can't do in the main feed we're going to do watch along so we did one on uh, windfall we've got another one planned that we're doing where we're going to watch a movie and then sort of talk about it and like yeah so it's just the way the way that play along has sort of grown from the beginning has made me want to keep doing it mm-hmm. if we hadn't of i hope others don't mind me saying this if we hadn't have branched out and done other content and met other people and kind of broadened the formula of what play along was i definitely wouldn't enjoy doing it as much as i do now yeah, like if it I mean, was still exactly the same from ocarina yeah then i feel like it would have gotten a bit a bit
1: dry at that yeah. point i mean one of the things too that we're now implementing more and more was it was really hard with our format of covering games like a section week to week to have guests on because then they had to have either previous knowledge about that very specific section or are playing along with us, which is always fun and what we would love if you guys are playing along with us. But now we're trying to find other ways of incorporating all these amazing people that we've met and bringing them onto the show, whether it's like you said, that Get Wrecked where we have the recommendations with people. Now we have uh, our interstitial episodes. So in between our main series, we'll do kind of a one-off game And
0: I don't know what this is. Everybody okay? Jared's uh, computer is okay.
1: Okay. Yep.
0: Uh, Well, I guess the Jujutsu Kaisen keyboard has cursed energy. I don't know. Uh,
1: There is a missing adult that was in danger, apparently. It got like an Amber Alert for adults. I don't know what that is. Oh,
4: Okay. You um, you moved your phone because oh he uses his phone as his camera. Yeah, my phone's my webcam. Network. That's why you saw. But you that. pointed it right at your keyboard and it looked like the keyboard was the one making that yeah, that's <laughs> Amber alert sound. <laughs> and I was like, the yeah, the fuck
1: my Jujutsu Kaisen happened. keyboard yeah. is possessing yeah. my thing. Um, Jesus, I don't even know what I was ranting we about. We're talking
2: about interstitials, so we now have oh like, yeah.
1: Um, Jared started having
2: the Jared invited a guest onto an interstitial, so yeah. we just released. Um, probably yeah about a week or so before this goes up like the shadow of the colossus interstitial that we did yeah. with rick from uh pixel project okay yeah. so um you know we're sort of testing that going forward i don't know if it will necessarily be every interstitial but now we kind of know that like that's something we that can do works. we can have yeah. people on and i i think definitely the reason i'm still doing it is because of what we've done with the pod and changing and sort of like meeting other people like when you Mm. have other people to talk to and you listen to their content and they're listening to yours it definitely adds to it
0: it has, For sure. Yeah, I think so. that's part of the fun to me of us doing this series is that I don't have to force you all to play something. We can just kind of hang out and have a nice just little chill. chat. And, yeah, see. that's, that's great.
1: what Kai was very excited about. He's like, what do I have to play? I'm like, nothing. We're just talking. He's like, oh, hell
4: yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> my, my, my reasoning is very different. I think that. Is
0: it the car fire still or the. Yeah, <laughs> once again,
4: I mean, I do have a debt that I am paying back. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I. I was always someone who adjacently liked video games. I mean, me and Jared grew up Mm. together. We've known each other since before I have memories. So um, yeah, it's been a (laughs) ride. Uh, No, (laughs) (laughs) but in all seriousness, like he was always the one very much into video games. And I spent Mm -hmm. a lot of my childhood just watching. Like, I was never someone who was interested in, in participating in them in a sense, but just I watched him play all of these games and experienced the narratives that way. And then yeah. as I got older, like, I mean, I went to film school and I work in creative and art is a big part of my life and the way that I see the world. And so having yeah. not only the opportunity to, I'm also a very introverted person and I don't seek out like this conversational kind of thing often i'm very I'm right. in my own world a lot of times so it's a forcing function of me to not only like learn and grow and look at different pieces of art within video games but like have conversations with people i really enjoy talking to in a weekly cadence where it's like okay i need to do this like i need to yeah. have this conversation and that to me is the best part of this like aside from anything else and not to say that our community isn't absolutely fantastic and i'm very appreciative to all the people who listen to our podcast but i don't if there was no audience i would still make this podcast if not a single person listened like the action of making it and the time i get to spend with jared and ben is like some of the best it often is the highlight of my week of getting to come and talk about this stuff and like getting just to hang out with them and so like i wouldn't give that up for the world that's yeah Yeah. content aside
0: that's really wholesome.
2: it's it's, It's true in all seriousness like i mean we like when we agree a time so Mm. like i'm i'm i have a Awful memory. Um, there are a whole bunch of reasons <laughs> for that, but my memory is is, is absolute shy. Um so I have like a, a joint calendar with me and my other half, so we can both kind of see if someone's like, Oh, are you guys free on this day? We can both see and I haven't got to ask her. And so as soon as we know when we're recording, like that goes in my calendar, and I'm like, Right. Yeah. And like the amount of times like the other day people were like oh like do you want to come and play DD? and i was like yeah i can come play dnd but i got a podcast to record and i'm not moving yeah. that about like that's my yeah. time and we'll come on and like i think one might be on the site as of release if not but we're gonna start doing like our pre-recording shenanigans basically we hit yeah. record and then we always end up chatting for anywhere from five to twenty five minutes <laughs> that's where the fleshlight conversation come from like (laughs) a whole bunch of other stuff he was bringing it back um but uh, that's kind of like that's like our handing out time you know like we'll jump in the discord server and like we'll chat for a bit we'll do the episode and then we'll chat for a bit afterwards like we talk throughout the week in the discord but yeah physically like this is as close to physically being with these two as i can get at the moment so don't worry we'll get you down to california soon ben don't worry yeah i told you man I want that (laughs) f***ing white castle. <laughs> that's all that's all you want to
4: experience. The worst from. reason to visit America. Just but you know whatever. The
0: white Castle be like, "All right, see you later, guys." Yeah, that's, all I,
4: that's all I wanted. The irony of someone who has legit castles coming to visit America yeah, to that's go to hilarious. The White Castle is not is missed like, on me at all. Our,
2: your castles are white castles and our castles are full of pompous white people. It's, it's a very <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Dude, exactly. a White Castle is
4: full of racist white people. That's so <laughs> very everything difference. What are you talking about?
0: oh, oh man. y'all ready for your next question yeah let's, go. let's do it. this is this is one for fun conversation but what do you think is the current thing wrong with AAA games boom okay Ben, okay. pop off we'll first. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
2: so i will echo what s what was said in the first episode um sexual harassment that was a, yeah. that was a big thing that came on in the first episode of this uh series uh And I'll kind of couple that with like just the general work ethic of the AAA industry, Mm -hmm. Um, the whole kind of like crunch aspect, and you know, it's hard because you know at the end of the day it is a business, and it's all about maximizing profit, and Mm -hmm. you know that kind of. There needs to be a way to maximize profit without it being at the expense of the workforce, but the problem the problem is that so many f- people are queuing up to get into the video game industry that it doesn't matter if you lose a 3D animator because there's another seven who are waiting for that job yeah um so just the whole kind of work ethic like i know we talk on our podcast like oh like it's capitalism and we live in a capitalist world but like video games and like media as a whole like sort of film and video games are like fucking capitalism in terms of just Mm. churning out content and just working people to the ground and the whole kind of atmosphere around it there needs to be unionization that will happen eventually it's already kind of kicking off here and there Um, and then I think the other big aspect for me a lot of people say the price point I don't really find an issue with the price point of AAA games um, and you know, a lot of people argue against that, but for me, it's the release it now because the investors have told us this is the release date, and then we'll mm. patch it after release. Yeah, that is like the big issue because you know, you get these people that are like, they'll buy the game and they're like, oh my god, I can't wait to play it day one. There's even a day one patch, which is like fine. Mm-hmm. And then you know the game's still buggy as all hell, and it's yeah. three or four months. I mean, I was I'm a massive Battlefield fan, um, and f- me Battlefield is a hot mess every single time it's
3: released.
0: <laughs> you you bringing it up makes me think. Uh, a while back, I had to like pull out the 360 to play something, right? And mm-hmm. it was such a bizarre thing, and it shouldn't be. I just stuck the disc in the 360, shut it, and the game was ready to play. Like, That's <laughs> not right. Something's <laughs> wrong like, here. There needs to be like, at least an an time. time or
1: something. <laughs>
2: Yeah, That's... and it's just, like, that whole kind of... And they kind of intertwine with one another, right, in terms of that, like, churning out content. And the, the problem is that, you know, the investors are told a set date. And so mm-hmm. when that date is then not met, that obviously looks bad. There's the chance of people yeah. not putting money into the company. There's the chance of, like, pissing off shareholders and stuff like that. So it's that whole... The, the whole system, the background system, is what's wrong with AAA at the moment.
0: I got you. Or you end up, I think, on the other end of that with something like you could take uh, Toby Fox, indie developer, guy made uh, mm-hmm. Delta Room mm. and Undertale. Yeah. Right now, yeah, when they were like, uh, somebody asked him when's Chapter 3 coming out, and he's like, I don't know, 99 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In other, it's here when it's here. Right. Same with uh, Tears of the Kingdom. You know, it started as DLC for Breath of the Wild. Here mm-hmm. we are nearly five, six years later. And I was so happy in their last release when uh they said the game is done i'm like cool it's done like oh, a I month know. early that means they yeah. can just sit there and look for what's wrong kind of thing absolutely yeah mm-hmm. that's that's what i would rather hear instead of we're gonna try to launch at this date and then you end up being like starfield the thing yeah as
2: well is that there's there's a counter argument to that in terms of like okay but how many times can you delay before you just put it on like an indefinite hiatus. Yeah, you, know, you look that... at look at Dead Island Two. You look at Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. And Starfield um,
0: killed the Justice League. Just got postponed just got again? Well, no, yeah. indefinitely, from what I heard. But I think that's also because gamers are finally starting to push back against uh, live service games, which is mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I, I, good, good as we should. Yeah, Um, I think they have their
1: place for sure, but it definitely depends on the model of live service.
0: Um, I just, I just think there's too many right now. This is we went through this before with like MMOs, if you remember. mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody was trying to be World of Warcraft, but Mm -hmm. nobody could compete with World of Warcraft.
2: (laughs) I feel, I feel like live service is okay in a free to play, but when you have a live service like Destiny, where you're buying the base game for seventy dollars and then you're buying the expansion three months later for 40 and then there's a whole bunch of dlc you can buy like that yeah it's like pick one or the other either it's a massive game that you're going to regularly update with free content maybe yeah. there's a an expansion now and then but yeah. when it's a live service 10 year game that's kind of
1: like yeah i just think really... that the live are like in the examples we've seen it usually like lacks the quality And and a lot of the times the quantity, too, because in theory, like if you have a thing and you like that thing and they're like, we're going to just constantly give you more like that's great. And I think like the battle pass format and all that, like works well in a free to play thing. But again, like Ben said, if you have a seventy dollar game and you're pushing these forty dollar patches or or updates every now and then that's like i mean i think it can be done well i think gta online is
4: an example of a live service game that comes from a full Mm -hmm. price game that is very successful and does something different than the actual obviously main story of the game um i mean yeah, live service is just a a financial tool like anything else right like it's a way to fund fund the project itself
0: i really think the only good example to me of you know as ben was talking about the uh, cost of a game is rainbow six siege because i used to play that competitively but it's got tiers of buying in like you can get at the time when i started playing years ago you could get the base game for like ten dollars and it had three defenders three attackers and you could work and unlock the rest of them you actually didn't have to spend the dime and i'd never bought a battle pass or paid the in-game currency and i think when i quit playing i was only missing two defenders and two attackers Mm i had unlocked like 30 something characters just by playing the game with my friends
2: and i mean that's that's a similar to nah. um to fortnite yeah you know we'll a whole kind of fortnite like <laughs> you know and like don't get me wrong like i i, I fell off of fortnite and uh, my my relationship with fortnite is is very much a love-hate relationship but you can't deny that the model of buying a battle pass and then having enough in-game currency at the end of that mm-hmm. to just mm-hmm. use that to buy the next one yeah. that that's the way forward because then you're it, not having... rewarding
0: the player, right? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. It's
2: rewarding a player and, you know, there's all the additional side... <laughs> that's what you want to buy but it's... It it comes across as a way for them to make money without it being extremely predatory. Like, yeah, it's always going to be somewhat predatory because it kind of has to be in order for people to, mm-hmm. like, make money off of it. But there's predatory and then there's, like just downright this yeah. is wrong like and oh sorry i was gonna say like no, no, no. i was on uh marvel snap today have you seen some of the <laughs> prices in the marvel snap shop it's wild yeah. it's when a- like 20 pound for like a mystery variant of a card some collector tokens and some boosters to upgrade something one of them i went on before it was 82 quid
0: No. And that's what they were peddling in the shop. Yeah. And well that's what they're banking on is, you know, what they know is a whale, just somebody with the money to spend that doesn't you know, has no financial I guess awareness to themselves whatsoever. Right. I I forgot what multiplayer game only it was. Let me check our Valorant and Mm -hmm. just some skins in Valorant were like fifteen dollars and I just couldn't picture spending 15 dollars on a character that really you right. only see from the first person perspective i it's don't this... actually get to look at this. it's the exact same as overwatch 2 yeah you know, and go i mean we could we could sit here and just cs goes
2: yeah. like that's a whole different kettle of fish because then you've got the skin reselling market and the third party market from all of that and right you get oh, knife yes. fever and all of that stuff like people
1: going crazy over their knife skins yeah
2: yeah i i think like i I think that they're as as older gamers you know not so much like obviously like new generation coming in the teenagers they don't really care about that but like right as an older gamer you can kind of acknowledge the fact that there has to be a level of capitalism to it in some sense Mm. but it's when that becomes too much and like when people are charging like 25 pounds for a skin that's a first person game. It's kind of like-
1: Well, yeah, I see that. Like, cause I play okay. a lot of uh, Pokemon Unite and some of those skins like $40 for like a Ninetales outfit and it's well held.
4: Yeah. Just don't buy it. Yeah, no, I know.
3: No, no, no of course. It, it doesn't- every,
4: every, every time you purchase, it's a vote to sell, tell that company, right? So like, why yeah. complain about something? People are gonna have the money. Like, people are gonna have the money they're gonna spend it. If they wanna buy a skin, that's their prerogative. Mm-hmm. If, as long as it is not affecting the mechanics of gameplay, who cares? No. It's, it's f- not like a pay to win kind like of Fortnite. It's like people yeah. being like, oh, all these skins in Fortnite, like, shut up. You don't have to buy any of them. You don't have to buy the battle pass. The, you don't need any the of hell. the cosmetics. Just play the f- game.
0: Like I, think, I think we can still tell them that they're stupid for buying it though. Why? <laughs> Why?
4: You, People view buying video games as a waste of money as well. It You're is? buying $60, yeah. $70 video games. You're making custom PCs. You're buying consoles. You want to talk about financial responsibility, Absolutely. demonizing people for buying something that they want. Like everything is everything is about purchasing things that make us feel good. Just because Actually, I, I like... purchase physical things that I think have value to me. Like I collect
1: finance. Yeah, it's all personal value really.
4: Ridiculous, right? Like why, yeah. would you, why would I buy records that I have on Spotify for free when I pay for that service? because it makes me feel good. And it's the same reason anyone who's playing Fortnite, if you want to buy a $25 skin, buy the skin. If it makes you feel Mm. good, if you have the money and that's what you want to focus on. But there's this endless pontification and conversation about like, what is too much? What is too little? Where is the line? It's not up to you. It's up to the individual. It's up to the Mm -hmm. consumer. The company is setting that price because there's demand. They're not dumb. They know how business works. So it's like, you can sit here and just like, be like, oh, it's too much. It's too little. Where's the line? But, But once again, they they're going based on millions of people who are buying these things. Yeah. And your vote is to say I'm not gonna buy it. And
2: that's okay. Something that would be yeah. interesting to look I think that's into. a good I think
0: it's a good point. I think it's yeah, a great it is, good
2: point. It is is a very good point. And something that would be interesting. I need to look into it more, is um I have seen arguments being made about it affecting neurodivergent people in a different way. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um and it kind of being Predatory towards them to those people specifically, in, yeah. yeah. And now, I mean, that's that's something I don't know a lot about. Um, and I've heard it from uh, I talk about James Sterling a lot, but I've heard it from like James Sterling and like oh yes, um, like they've mentioned it here and there. But I don't want to talk about it too much because I'm not 100% clued up on it. But I know that there is some evidence to suggest that it kind of mm. affects neurodivergent
0: people a I bit also- differently. I also think this is like a long time in the making, because if you remember in the 360 days, you mm-hmm. used to buy like Microsoft points and then, you know, yeah. you'd have call of duty world at war and the DLC would be 2,100 points. And you'd look at that as a teenager, you know, I, we're all around the same age, but you'd, you'd look at that as a teenager and go, oh, that's not real money. That's only 2,100 points. Yeah, exactly. I could, I, I could buy that. That's no problem versus today, you know, as an adult, you look at that with the dollar sign and you're like, that's an order on Grubhub yeah (laughs) exactly
2: my my thing is i um i don't do it now because i'm i'm salaried but when i used to work hourly i was like how many hours work am i gonna have to do Mm, to earn back the money for this fin and that was kind of it was good and bad because i started to like neglect myself of buying that i would enjoy because i was like oh i just can't justify it but yeah
0: but it's I mean, also it... what makes you conscious of it and i think that's the the thing we're talking about if you're conscious yeah. enough to make the financial choice of hey i'm gonna buy this 20 dollars skin yeah. i think the but on the other side you have to look at the predatory aspect of i'm a you know 10 12 year old with my mom's credit card
4: if you are 10 and 12 years old and your mother gave you their credit card it's to her have fault. unlimited access, that's a <laughs> yeah. conversation you need to have with your 10 year old. 10 year olds, yeah. that's like saying, 10 year olds in candy stores eat candy. The world is shocked. It's like, <laughs> no, no f- <laughs> yeah, they're 10. Yeah. Like, what did you think was gonna happen? Of course.
0: Oh man. Oh, that's always a fun question I like to have in this. Uh, in this I will, I,
4: I mean, back to the, To the, I just want to yeah. very quickly Go touch ahead. on what's wrong with AAA games. that's right that was the question that was the the original (laughs) question and we got sidetracked but i truly think right now is probably the best period for video games as a whole Mm. we are seeing a broad acceptance culturally of franchises yeah and there is still a level of risk within what these companies are doing and that is a very good place to be. And it's very similar to where cinema was within the 1970s with auteur filmmakers and taking risk, but still having largely broadly appealing movies that were very successful, right? Mm-hmm. So like these AAA games, sure, they're big and they have issues sometimes, and there's always going to be aspects of their businesses and they're mm-hmm. gonna have to make decisions at a certain point. But we haven't gotten to the point in which they're playing it so safe that nothing is changing and no one's pushing boundaries. Yeah. And right now, people are pushing boundaries. They're trying new things. We have a very vibrant, independent games world that is yeah. underneath AAA games as well, that where both feed into each other and learn from each other. And that's a very good place to be. And things are going to mm. continue to improve, especially as we see media adopting in both directions of you know The Last of Us being a TV show. And yeah. being very successful and we see more and more of that that's just going to drive more and more you know focus and effort and uh kind of creativity within the game space yeah there's a lot of problems there's a lot of problems in the world there's a lot of problems in business in general it doesn't matter yeah. what you know medium you work in it doesn't matter what kind of you know industry you're in but the games industry in general is a very forward-thinking kind of yeah. you know good place to be right now for creatives yes Unionization is incredibly important. I fully believe in that. I believe there should be unions within the games industry um, to protect the workers. For nothing else, but right now is a very interesting time. And I think the amount of criticism that the community gives to these companies is great. But also recognizing yeah. that there's a lot of really great shit going on right now, and like mm-hmm. this is a very exciting yeah. time to be a part of it because it's never been this well supported. We went from when we were kids, video games were viewed as like a boy's toy sold to like toy a stores. And now yeah. it is sitting next to Marvel movies and sitting next to you know mm-hmm. novels, right? Well, that's, and that's a that's a very quick transition.
0: Well, it's also like you look at the games industry every year, and it, I don't remember what it was, but uh, it just outsells and outpaces the movie industry like 100. No it yeah. makes yeah.
2: more money than uh, cinema, TV, and music combined.
0: And I, yeah, part of me wild. thinks. Part of me thinks that it's the uh it's the interactive medium of it you know like uh, you're in yeah. you're involved and that's part of why i have kind of a I mean, hard negative stance on yeah. when they do adaptations so well, it, obvious obviously i haven't watched the last of us because i didn't care for the game not gonna yeah. watch the yeah. show but i hear Ooh. that it's great and it followed it correctly so, if, actually, if you're gonna do it then you have to do it that way right yeah
2: yeah i actually saw um my other half sent me a TikTok of somebody who was like, I loved the show so much. I went out and bought the PS4 and bought
1: The Last of Us. Wow, now, that's, that's awesome. That's my
2: first ever game. Oh, yeah.
1: Man. I mean, like for me, you're just talking about like the interactive aspect of games. Like I'm not a huge fan of horror movies really at all. I love horror games. I love playing horror games because that's that interactive ability to it. It's that way I can interact and feel like scared in a completely different way than like a horror film does. I mean, also... Yeah.
4: Interactivity is a very subjective and personal opinion. There is an entire economy that functions of people watching other people play games, That's which true. And YouTube yep. and play-alongs. And our f- podcast is an yeah. example of listening to people play games. Games are at the end of it a story. A way mm-hmm. to tell a player or a watcher something about the world and something about how they feel, and however you experience that thing—whether you're interacting with it, or whether you're watching someone play it, or whether you're listening to this lovely podcast about us <laughs> bitching about it—you um, <laughs> know, it's it's a way for us all to connect. Yeah, and, and I, I think
0: I think this went from fairly negative to highly positive at the end. Uh, kind of kind of Got it at the end. There, there are all fins, negative
2: with AAA, hundred percent. But yeah, um, you know. I think we're heading in a good direction for sure. Yeah, yeah, and there's there's so much more that's positive. And I think that people need to focus on that. Like, it's easy to look at something and go, oh, this is f***. (laughs) But, like, when you look at gaming as a whole, you've got the rise of, like, double A indie games. You've got shit like Mm -hmm. Hollow Knight, and you talked about Undertale. Like, all of these kind of games that are coming out that... Like, the love for indie games at the moment is ridiculous. Like, Among Us got me through the f- pandemic like playing mm. that with my friends absolute game
0: changer i like, think the love i think the love for indie games has always been there if you look at the success of like uh you know flash games back yeah. in the mm. early 2000s mid 2000s newgrounds.com i mean that's where if you mm, wanted to yeah. indie game the you know that's, but, i mean you got super meat boy and the binding of isaac out of there yeah. that's true but you've also it, i think it's also
2: much more accepted now like on a wide scale like there was always yeah. people who loved it mm-hmm. but now and maybe it is because of some of the resentment from AAA that people are yeah. kind of turning into these and the, i mean the rise of youtube and twitch and, yeah. and all yeah. all well sorts. i also
1: think that just like gaming in general has a longer reach now a lot of people mm-hmm. that didn't see that and didn't play games are seeing these indie titles and seeing those experiences well, and experiencing well, them and,
4: and additionally it? you're you're like Triple A now is triple A, triple A. Like, if you're Mm -hmm. looking at triple A five, ten years ago, indie teams are as big as your triple A games for five minutes. Yeah, exactly.
2: Right. (laughs) Destiny 1 was like a hundred million pound, a hundred million dollar budget, I think, or something. It's absolutely crazy.
0: I mean, and you saying the acceptance of it, I was on a a different podcast called Chat Tsunami a while back talking Mm, about uh, Attack on Titan, of all things. And they're talking about, you know, the difference of like how now it's very culturally acceptable. Everybody loves anime. Yeah. You know, and everybody's willing to talk about it. And he asked me, oh, like, did. what do you think?" The, he's like, what do you think the difference was, you know, back when we were younger? And I was like, well, now everybody kind of likes it. You don't have to deal with the kid, Naruto, running to lunch or somebody hissing <laughs> at you in the hall line, you know? Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, like, when I was in school, like, if you watched anime, you were a perv or a weeb. And if you played video games, you was like a f- sweaty little dirty kid no one wanted to talk to. Like, it's a whole that's completely
1: a... different cultural approach to it
0: yeah it's like suddenly i don't know where it got started but suddenly became cool and relevant and i yeah, i think like just...
1: uh streaming services helped a lot with that it just like again now longer reach more people are like oh anime cartoons like we all kids watch cartoons and you know anime is lumped together with that as well mm-hmm. because of its visual style so now that Damn. we have streaming services that have hundreds and thousands of these shows more and more people can watch it and more and more people are like oh wow, this, this is actually pretty good yeah exactly
0: uh, are y'all ready to move on to the next question or do you have <laughs> to answer more- your question <laughs> no, no, you're no, gonna no. you're gonna have to cut us off eventually though oh, no, you're you're fine <laughs> no yeah please you're... do cut us off because we will talk to <laughs> 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 pals come home that's look. this one should be a short one though okay. and y'all, y'all can have a moment to think three games you would take to a deserted island Okay. Um, Obviously, you know, you, you got a TV and, like, an extension cord running from somewhere, but...
1: And a, and a console <laughs> that, in theory, can run whatever you want to run. Do yeah. I have internet?
0: Oh, see, this was a thing we brought up last time. And I, I'd i like to say no just because if you oh. had internet, you would download Discord and be like, Hey, I'm over here. Can you all come get me? Please? Or
1: <laughs> if you wanted to be alone, you just download, like, all the games and stuff you want. And then you have everything. Okay, so i would say persona
2: 5 mm-hmm. i would say something that's got like a long lifespan like a minecraft or like some sort minecraft of like a good one. open world okay. thing that i can just kind of dick about in um and then probably Divinity Original Sin 2, just because I've not Ooh. played that game and I really want to play that game and I know it's really long, so if I'm going to be on the island, I might as well. What, <laughs> well what did you hate
0: it though and you just have to sit there and look at the
2: box? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a risk I'll have to take.
3: You know. Oh, fair. man.
1: Um, I'm going to take Pokemon Emerald because okay. I can play that game forever and never yeah. get tired of that and i have to have a pokemon because that's what i want um oh, I'm pretty Gosh. sure you get withdrawn if you don't don't you exactly <laughs> nintendo comes and slits my throat and I go, like, oh, you're done now <laughs> um i need something like a minecraft you know what i'm gonna put skate 3 on there because oh, yeah. skate 3 is my like guilty pleasure game if i'm like bored and don't know what to play i boot up skate 3. Uh,
0: that's half-life 2 mm-hmm. for me i've played through Ooh. that game too many times yeah um man i need something
1: i'm gonna steal minecraft i'm taking minecraft as well that's <laughs> such a great choice i mean it's it's perfect you can just mindlessly you can you can do so much and so little in that if i want to do wake up and want to do nothing one damn fine if i wake up and want to build a very intricate redstone like machine i can also do that too so, i mean one day you can like
2: be building up your village and doing whatever, and then the next day you're trying to find the perfect seed
1: so you can do a bloody speed right. run. Like, you know what? I'll I'm gonna redact my Minecraft and do No Man's Sky instead. Ooh, wow. That's okay. Never <laughs>
2: played that game, but I've always wanted to. It's very I've good. Heard
0: it's much better now. It's much better
2: now.
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it was even fine when it wasn't much better, to be honest. Yeah. Like, people yeah. just it was rage, it was okay. They the, just improved the on machine. it since then. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with pokemon i guess fuck you can it. use emerald. diamond no you um, <laughs> i'll go with i'll go with diamond and pearl since he went with emerald we've probably played emerald the most out of any yeah. pokemon game together but we've also the second would be diamond and pearl so much diamond, diamond. and pearl. yeah uh i'm gonna go with gta 5 okay uh, now, uh, here's, GTA he wants,
0: yeah. here's my caveat for the on uh, you know having internet access i'll let you like basically you have a private server no one else is there but you can do the online stuff solo if that makes sense
4: i don't think i've ever like really interacted with gta 5 online other than jared's okay. profiles so i'm just yep. playing standard gta there you go, uh, i just fun. like running around causing a muck um minecraft is a good call but i'm gonna go with slime rancher Slime favorite games of all time so i'll play slime rancher for forever
0: very cool See, look how quickly we got through that. (laughs) (laughs) Quick, quick answer to ask the next question before someone has a thought. (laughs) This is a good one for me. So for, uh, obviously, our podcasts are somewhat similar, being a book club of video games, right? Mm. For us, we just have a spreadsheet with, like, what we need to play and when we've recorded it, when that episode will go live. How do the three of you decide what game to play?
1: Yeah, so (laughs) it it always had started out with we each would just pick a game. And i think what was really cool about our show is all three of us have such a varied love of very specific types of games and everything too. So through our podcast if you just scroll through everything we've played there's so much variety that we have there. Uh and one thing that we implemented a little afterward was we'd always have kind of conversations about what games we are playing, you know, what platform it's on or if we need to pay for it, but ben brought up an interesting idea that when we announce what we're playing next wouldn't it be cool if the other two co-hosts were also in the dark and like they're finding out at the exact same time the audience is so whenever you hear us announce a game that we're playing if it's like ben announcing a game kai and i have no idea what that game is i mean okay. we relatively know like platform because ben will talk about that but we have no idea we just jump in blindly to this, this game yeah to it's,
2: it's kind of like uh like, I mean, Jared sussed out my, my pick for the podcast as of when <laughs> we this did comes take out. detective skills. Um, but, like, yeah, it'll be like, oh, like, guys, the next game's going to be on Game Pass. Or, like, yeah. like, when we done Resident Evil Village, it was like, guys, the next game's fairly new. It's going to be, like, a full price game. Are you cool paying for it? You know? And then yeah. so the discussion is always just kind of, like, how much is it going to cost? How many episodes? What platform? And yeah, that's okay. kind of, like... How we go about things, um, but yeah, I mean, nine times out of ten, it's in the dark. I don't think, I don't think there's been a time that we've, like, after we implemented that, that the others have known about it prior, other than Jared sussing out that I picked Hi-Fi Rush as like the the next <laughs> uh, series, um, or yeah. if we have to like spend money on a game specifically, or if we don't know
4: how to break something up. Like, I yeah. wanted to to do Hades. We didn't really know how to split that up effectively being yeah. a, a roguelite. So we decided to go with something else. So sometimes we'll, we'll converse about like, what is yeah. what are we, How are we gonna approach this? Or well, well, something really long. This, <laughs> this yeah. kind
0: of rolls into my next question I have listed on here is, where you know? how do y'all decide where to stop playing the game?
3: You uh, just walk through. Yeah. Like,
0: like at, at time of recording, <laughs> y'all are doing uh, Mass, Effect, yep. Right? Yep. Yep. So, Mass Effect. Yeah, just finished Mass Effect. So do you just say like, hey, when you hit chapter, let's say like so. five stop there or hey this big there'll be a big story beat that happens and then the game will be like hey you should probably yeah. save stop it, there I'm, it I mean, depends like oh, go on, yeah.
1: no i was just gonna say it, like you were saying, it depends on the games they're playing some of them are much easier very laid out like hey this game has 12 chapters and we're like cool we'll do three chapters every episode and this will be a four season series you know mm-hmm. and then there's other games like when we played disco elysium it was like day by day but you can do so many different things in that day that we mm. decided to run that one as like okay we'll do day one and we'll just talk about whatever we experienced in day one and if it if it crosses over to something we talk about in day two we'll just get that person's perspective of that event in day two so disco music yeah. was one where i think we started like oh it's going to be seven episodes and then by the time we ended up playing it we're like actually this is only like four or five episodes just because of the content that we had
2: yeah so it yeah. kind of depends because like so for instance like our very first game ocarina jared and kai had played so jared kind of knew the story beats and was like this is a good place for us to stop it was the same with metal gear solid when we done metal gear solid i was like this is a good place to stop Mm -hmm. um death stranding i've played before uh so i kind of know roughly where to break it up Mm -hmm. and we have we have definitely experienced times where we've looked at a walkthrough and the walkthrough says say it's 16 chapters we'll go okay right we'll do four episodes four chapters each mm-hmm. and there have definitely been times when our experience of the game has been affected by where yeah. we stop because in of how each we pace it out yeah, yeah yeah i mean chrono trigger was a good example of that there were so many points in chrono trigger where we stopped at what seemed like halfway through a story beat that we should have seen to the end yeah. but because we didn't know we just kind of was like okay we'll cut here yeah um it's the same as like hi-fi rush i know hi-fi rush is like 12 tracks and so i was just like okay we'll just do four episodes i don't know how yeah. that's gonna work in terms of like the story and where it's gonna break up if we're gonna mm. you know we've had time sometimes it ends nicely we end on like a really yeah. nice cliffhanger it's like nice oh awesome
1: like when we um, did and, a Kentucky Route Zero, that was like, we did chapters. So every chapter yeah. was a perfect cliffhanger and a perfect amount of conversation for that format.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of, it, sometimes it hits, sometimes it misses. It really does depend. Yeah. Um, like Mass Effect kind of Jared knew where he was going to break stuff up. So mm-hmm. that was helpful. But yeah, I mean, there are definitely, there are definitely, it also depends on the walkthrough. Like Resident okay. Evil Village was like really nicely broke up because it was like, okay, right, you do Lady D's castle, you do yeah. House Benevito, you do Heisenberg's, like it was nicely broke up. But like, when you jump onto like a Hi-Fi Rush walkthrough and it's just like, oh yeah, prologue and then 12 tracks, you're like, well, uh, fuck, like where's- <laughs> Where does where? this fall in the narrative? I'm just gonna throw a, a dart out. and hope that this works. So yeah. it is hit or miss. For sure.
3: Okay
0: very cool um this is a one for y'all to kind of give your little favorite moment but if we were to show off your podcast to somebody else what's an episode you would want us to use as an example Ooh,
2: okay uh off the dome i've got two uh and the reason i've got two is one is a page episode and the other one isn't um yeah so if if there was going to be one podcast episode that we gave to everybody regardless of whatever is the ps2 draft I think yeah. that that whole episode was absolutely brilliant there were a lot of moments where people pulled other people's games before they could say them and like it, just the whole episode was brilliant to listen back to yeah it was a lot of fun if we're going main feed probably that dragon cancer if we was doing like a one-off Ooh, yeah. episode, just because it now I, I've said multiple times that Kentucky Route Zero was my favourite series that we've done in terms of the discourse that happened around that game and the themes of the game and that Dragon Cancer is similar but as an interstitial one-off episode so mm-hmm. it kind of like we all kind of talk a little bit about like the themes of the game and sort of like life and death and all of that sort of stuff as well as how the game presents those themes and some of the gameplay mechanics it chooses to use. So, if I had to pick a one-off, I'd say that. Uh, is there any other honorable mention as well to the free uh, teaser episode for our D and D series where Kai, <laughs> yeah, Kai gets into a fight with a charging Chuck from Mario um, in a <laughs> in a in a circle of death as a bunch of Coopers watch
1: on. Um, yeah, brilliant. Oh man, I
0: don't, I don't know.
1: I'll go. Yeah, guy, right, uh, like, do you have one? Sure,
4: two episodes. Uh, the first episode, because if you love us at our worst, you're going to love us at our best. <laughs>
2: Perfect.
3: <laughs> A simple philosophy. Yeah. Mm.
4: yeah, that is us at the bottom. If you like that, it only gets better. Uh, and then Disco Elysium, the first episode, uh, because mm. that's my favorite mm. series we've done so far. I think that it highlights what we do well, which is not just talking about the game, but talking about the weird crevices of each little hidden section of each game yeah. uh you know we dive deep is something that jared says on every single episode uh in his and intro it's and true. it's true like we really take the time to take the component pieces of what makes something what it is and, and talk about it and discuss it and i think that series in particular was uh, yeah something that really matched our format
1: well yeah it's one of our longest
2: episodes as well Yes.
1: This is Coliseum ones, Yeah, because we go into spiral oh. conversations about all the themes in that game.
0: <laughs> well, it's a great game, let's be honest.
1: Oh, no, it's fantastic. 100%. Uh, for me, the, my answer is half Nintendo shill, half actual answer. Um uh, mm. The very first okay, episode though. of, we did Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. One, because I love Pokemon, and I just love that kind of game. But I think that episode is a good, you know, we talked about TV shows that you can have in the background that is a good like representation of like how we format our show and doesn't have a lot of like high stakes conversations that we have, where like Disco Elysium and Kentucky Red Zero, a lot of those, uh, that giant cancer, get very philosophical, and I love that about our show, absolutely, I love that we can have those kind of conversations, but if you're looking for something that's more light, and more, like like more lighthearted, Pokemon is just, it's just Pokemon, we walk around, me and Ben play Nuzlocke, which is always fun. Oh, god, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all for that sad boy.
2: <laughs> I want that yeah. deep themes, I want the yeah. what is life? is this a representation of the art oh, of absolutely. life or like yeah. I, I live for that shit. yeah
0: all right y'all ready for your next question what is a game not enough people talk about or even know about and I kind of feel like Disco Elysium might be the group answer, because I, I feel like that's one that's kind of under the rug. I don't think enough people really do appreciate that game for what it is. It's
4: Slime Rancher. That's the only I... one. <laughs> you, know, you, you know how Persona 5 is your answer for best soundtrack, and there's only one answer? There's only one answer. It's Slime Rancher.
1: Slime Rancher, that's it. I, think, I don't know. I've seen Disco Elysium come more into like the, the limelight as of recent, but I think that's because of the... I mean the deluxe version of whatever cuz we, we played on the switch. The one that they added voice oh, acting the final to. Cut. Yeah, yes. people that's now way more accessible because there is a lot of reading in Disco Elysium and if you can have that read to you, that's a much better experience yeah. for sure. Ah, oh, man, I'm so torn because like
2: Part of me does think disco Elysium, because it seems like there's a lot of conversation about Disco Elysium, but it's also solely within our sphere of influence, you know, like the people Mm, that we talk to all kind of talk about it. But then if you like, you know, if you pitch it, it's like, oh yeah, you play as a cop who gets so drunk he forgets who he is, and then there's like your like inner demons are talking to you, and there's like communism and like it it doesn't really Seem on paper like it's going to be great, but
0: yeah, yeah I know no, I get that because, like, uh, one of our highest rated games this year is Neon White, and I have oh. no idea how to explain to you Neon White <sighs> other than it's great and you need to go play it, and you just got to trust me on this.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's well that's- one that i have too this is like the perfect seven out of ten game and it's like it's, it's pretty like accessible i don't know if it's on game pass anymore but journey to the savage planet me and kai oh, played yeah. that and it was so much fun it's so like this fun. goofy first person shooter exploration game where you play like the 10th best exploration team in the galaxy or something <laughs> and you're going around and you know scanning flora and fauna and, and fighting creatures and everything but it was so much fun, and I don't hear a lot of people talking about that game at all.
2: Yeah. I will also say uh, Hellblade. I feel like not oh, enough Hellblade's people talk about good. Hellblade. Um, And as somebody who played Hellblade with headphones on and kind of had that auditory experience, it was something that's f- next level, and I don't feel enough people do it.
0: Y'all also talked about uh, Hi-Fi Rush, but did mm-hmm. you play Metal Hellsinger? No. A little bit. I didn't touch Something in a lot like of it, but I played a bit of it. Okay, Dude, so. It's
1: a metal head. Like,
0: yeah, hell. Oh, it's great. Like, Sergey Tankian does, like, the final boss oh, music. Yes. And it's, yes, it's really and good. It's merged. a great. Yeah. it And uh, BPM, but everybody really BPM's seems like the conversation is driven around um, Hi Five Rush. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I picked Hi Five Rush purely because uh, I played the first level of it at a friend's house because he really wanted me to try it. Um, and I actually really enjoyed it. And I thought, you know what? We've had this, like, long 10-episode series of Mass Effect. Like, let's maybe it's just do something short and, like, go into whatever next. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm a massive metalhead. I know Jared likes some bits here and there. From what I know of Kai, I can't imagine Kai is massively <laughs> into metal. So I didn't really yeah. want to put them nope. through that. That's,
0: right. I, I mean, it's good for what it is. I mean, if you, like... Yeah doom then you're gonna like this it's just doom mm. to a beat
1: yeah
0: uh on our next question though and the three of you have to come to a consensus it's oh, a 2 part no. question and the, the three of you have to come to a consensus what is one game you all agree is great mm-hmm. and what's one game that all three of you agree is awful Easy. wait i think this is gonna uh, be much easier than i thought
3: yeah, this is one is, we all
4: know Chrono- exactly, exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Chrono Trigger is
4: garbage. That game sucks dick. <laughs> Super Mario RPG sucks dick. Yeah, uh, like pretty much can... any any JRPG that little sweaty nerds in their basement uh, suck okay, their dick to and then come on the internet <laughs> and go, this is f- amazing and there's never been a better story than this uh come
0: I at can't me wait. right I, I, I can't wait for kai to play persona 5 royal can i could show up to the last episode of that 100 oh, percent Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. come on, yeah, come on for and for to talk sure. about persona 5 on the well, what we could
2: then. do uh we, we might do like a like a round table afterwards just kind of yeah. talking about it
0: um, or can I show can I show up and replace Kai and just say why well, the game's fantastic and yeah, <laughs> yeah i <play> that. <laughs> they get the list of him complain, like you know per palace. <laughs> <laughs> who who yeah. knows?
1: We we've been trying to find a, like a I mean we play Pokemon and that's you know I guess JRPG light, but mm-hmm, we're trying to find right. one that Kai really loves. That's not. Just I mean, Pokemon. in theory, he should love it, right? Because it looks like an anime it's got a life sim
2: style to it Mm -hmm. it's kind of like pokemon because you collect masks and you can use it's pokemon but it's sexy that's that's what it is it's also not 16 bit top down which yeah which is where Where you lose me it's true and there's a talking uh, cat that turns into a bus
0: like don't don't question it um But real quick, just so we can... All right, so Disco Elysium, we all agree is great. What is yeah. one game you all agree is awful? Chrono, Chrono trigger. trigger. Chrono Trigger, Chrono Trigger. okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure I had that right and it wasn't Kai just being like, Chrono No, No, trigger. no, 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 <laughs> no,
2: no. It, it's all of us. <laughs> I'm just God. the loudest. The general <laughs> consensus is that like two games we all love is Disco Elysium, Kentucky Route Zero. Zero. Two games we
1: all hate is Super Mario RPG and Chrono Trigger. Yeah. Oh, and I'm not so gonna give any caveats to that because uh, Kai's gives me. Sh- I'm like, well, hate's a strong word, and Kai's like, you, you need yeah, to hate more things. And he's I'm like, fucking what? exactly. <laughs> he likes everything. Jared I literally is, is was like, name one game you different. don't like, and he's there's like, aspects of it that I liked. I enjoy the full experience. No, I was like, name, there's name aspects. one game. I,
4: name one game franchise. He's like Mega Man, but he's like, well, I've only really played two, and there's a lot of games I haven't played, so I can't say that I don't like it. And I was like, is I that not, play a, game, that's not a? That's not I hate reason. so much. I
3: hate <laughs> all the time. He feels <laughs> so good. Energy to hate. No, Jared Jared is it's not low
2: for neutral.
3: Uh, yeah, um, I love was to ask me. <laughs>
0: I will say if you hated mario rpg which i get why you would but if y'all play another one uh thousand year door that is oh, like yeah. well, that, see, that's like that's like peak paper mario jrpg yeah. that, that really is my problem
1: is. is i played the 64 and thousand Year door first and i and everyone said that super mario rpg was like the best one of the best mario rpgs and then i played it and i was disappointed because it was nowhere near as good in my opinion to thousand year door
0: no yeah no. thousand year door is like if, if you rank them thousand year door is like clearly yep. on the top that's like Absolutely. the best one the, that's the one the on the switch though is it, i heard it, origami king was, was pretty good it, it's good but it's not talked about enough but it's mm. it's very charming and it's fun
2: it's okay the battle mechanic only works for the bosses um yeah. in the in the sort of fight to fight combat where you're having to line up coopers and stuff like that it doesn't really work but with the bosses cool. you kind of craft a path that you're gonna go yeah. to the boss and yeah. it works this, that.
0: this is where i say like it's it's not great but it's good mm-hmm.
2: yeah. yeah i mean yeah. like super mario rpg walked so paper mario could run i'm yeah, pretty sure absolutely. that's something and i'm fine with that series. i'm appreciating like, that because i love yeah.
1: those franchises i love paper mario
0: I just realized there's a typo in uh, this next bit because I'm pretty sure Joey or Tim typed it because there's a U in the word favorite. But favorite thing about <laughs> podcasting.
1: Uh, I kind of talked about it earlier, but one of the best things about podcasting has been like meeting all these cool people and getting to see like their ideas for their shows and fun things they come up with and bring them onto our show and having different perspectives and conversations and everything. I'm... Right. I just want to say,
2: okay, much like uh, much like Kai said earlier, I f- love the community we have. I love the people who listen to our show, the shows I listen to, the conversation we have. F- yeah, f- awesome. My favorite thing about podcasting is these two dudes. Like, Aww. if it wasn't now well, it's like, like an asshole for not
4: saying that <laughs> yeah you are an asshole because i was going to
2: say the same thing that that
4: was oh, <laughs> man. i mean it's not that not it's not true and that's why you're on 14 podcasts a week <laughs>
2: by the way because it's not us i told you the mutiny begins now my friend <laughs> that is where it starts where it um starts. no like i if if i could get away with saying they're tired i would but like at the core of it you have to love and enjoy being with the co-hosts that you have in order to be able to enjoy that other stuff
1: yeah um the fact that we've been doing this two years and essentially not missed an episode is because we all love talking about video games together and that's that's really the the base of it yeah that's literally like i mean yeah i have a place that i can come once
2: maybe twice a week and talk about video game whether it's good it's bad whether it's both like you know yeah and just yeah just that kind of that aspect even if the podcast even if it wasn't a podcast, even if we just like Discord server chatted for yeah. like two hours a week, yeah. honestly, it'd still be awesome. Jared anyway. would never let that happen because that's a
4: waste of content. And my <laughs> name, <Yeah>. my, my <laughs> main of entire is life, is I, do. My I would secretly
1: record in the background and then I yeah. would upload it and no one would know. Yeah, Jared one would comes hear the to us twice now. a week
4: with a new <laughs> concept for podcasting. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, what happens if we were in a ball pit? And we and we just had to, you know, Hear me fucking... out. hot tub
0: podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like Hear me oh, out. Okay. We, we ran out the E three building
2: because nobody's using that this year. Exactly. <laughs> we get it we get it on the cheap because it was booked.
4: It's like Jared, you have six podcasts this week. When are we doing this? He's like, don't worry, we'll make,
2: make, the yeah, he, make He's it just in
1: the corner doing the f- limitless pills so he can keep on going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've opened a hundred percent of my brain and I'm just using it to record podcasts. <laughs>
0: Kai, what's your answer to this question? I mean, make sure it's more wholesome than Jared's, though.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. Th- it's the same thing as Ben. I, I, I'm not super engaged with the the community aspect. Super engaged. Uh, yeah, I'm not engaged really at all for the most part. Like I don't, unless Jared forces me to go on other people's podcasts like this. Like I don't have to seek that out. Um, but no, it's just an opportunity for me to to come together and, and chat and have a good time and be yeah. silly and make jokes. And, read ads that are funny and like i don't know it's, it's all worth it to me
0: and mm. absolutely like yeah it's fantastic it's great great i i have another one for arguments real quick okay here we go what is what is your stance on remakes and remasters um okay. on the remake remaster yeah yeah if it's i, if it's I think there's a, there's a far there's a difference between the two but i mean that's kind of a semantics oh, yeah. argument yeah. yeah i
2: i'm, I'm i am i think it depends on like I, i'm not a fan of remasters i much prefer a remake um right and i mean i'll say even, even as much as i love like the last of us did it need a remake not really were they going to make it because of the show 100 percent but like yeah those, those older games, like, eventually will get the Prince of Persia remake. And then that's going to introduce God, Prince I'm of so Persia to, like, a time whole time. new v- range of people. Yeah. Um, and even the small things, like, you know, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, that introduced that whole, like, older Pokemon-style games yeah. to, like, newer audiences. So I think they have their place. Um, I think it's when they start, like remaking stuff that's like oh it's a ps3 remake and it's like yeah, that's i mean the I, I, I would it say ps
1: like, is a good example for a remake because a lot of those titles really aren't anywhere else so like remaking some of those games that are trapped on ps3 i and, think is is great
2: but it depends and that's kind of why it depends, I say on, the depends sure. on the game
0: like because yeah. like I think you could also argue the PS3 is a bit of a failure of a console for Sony.
1: Right. Well, I think it's like the Wii U treatment. Like the Wii U was a like financial failure, but there's a lot of like yeah. great games on Wii U. That's why a lot of them I, got ported to Switch.
0: I wouldn't call the PS3 a financial failure it's just yeah. the it's the yeah. oddball of the five consoles it was yeah
4: well it's yeah. also sandwiched between very successful yeah the consoles. ps2 and the ps4 so which like, were incredible. like the yes, ps2 is still the most successful console of all yeah. time so you can, yeah. yeah
0: it's hard and, to find yeah, yeah, a yeah. follow up that's uh, that's like you know the nintendo's the same thing with the you know the wii to the wii u now the switch, the switch right yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's sandwiched in there and everybody's like oh it's it's a hard thing the
2: I, I think it does depend on like hmm. on like the game you know and it's also hard because there's some something might be announced as a remake like they may an- they may announce a Tenchu remake and like the vast majority of people are going to be like who the f- is this for and i'm going to be sitting right. there
1: going yes oh my f-
2: god <laughs> like
1: you brought up ps3 my first game that came to mind is 3d dot game hero which is exclusive to ps3 which was like sony's answer to like legend of zelda which was super oh. cool it's like it's like pixelated and it had a it crazy lighting engine but if they were gonna like remake that i'd be like mm-hmm. hell yeah i'd be like the one and person that would want i think that. It, yeah
2: i think it depends as well as to why you're remaking it right like yeah. if you are if you're kind of remaking it because it's like oh you know we want to give it modern controls and we're going to bring it to a new audience then that's mm-hmm. cool and that's kind of where remasters fall to the wayside for me a little bit personally like when you look at stuff i mean i was talking about final fantasy 7 the other day like what they did with final fantasy 7 remake and bringing in the 15 combat system and yeah. breaking up the story into these episodic really i haven't even played the game and i understand that that's a good way to go about the remake for that game it's great
1: you should play it um but you know
2: I like for instance like, 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 like
0: a, final a fantasy 7.
1: You know, I've heard oh, uh, I, the only th- Final Fantasy seven I've played is like an hour of the remake. So, no, so I've heard go. that it's either the best or the most
2: overrated game in history. Um, yeah, yeah. So, and and like, it, it's hard, right? Because like, I love a Metal Gear remake, right? And I'm one of the people that would love to see Metal Gear Solid remade misogyny removed empower imp, empower misogyny enhanced <laughs> yeah, exactly. See,
0: that's, the, that's, the, that's the thing about these right do you have to keep the original and what you have to call here in big air quotes uh, artistic intent or yeah. you know, writer intent <laughs> Do you yeah, oh, do, yeah. do you can, leave can... that? Do you leave that behind, or do you update it for the modern audience and art make of everybody Kojima's mad who played art it? Was you do you do the
2: uh, you do the Disney treatment, and you put the message at the beginning saying that there are themes in this product mm. that you know effective at the, go. the I think, time. I think,
0: I think that's fair if you do it that way, because but it's, it's part there, of the argument of this. I
2: mean, there are certain things that could be removed. Like you don't need to identify Meryl by looking at her ass to see that she walks yeah. different to the other soldiers, but. Also, and how else would you tell? Yeah, exactly. exactly right.
0: I'm um, not going to complain about Ascam.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: you know, there are certain sections, like the section where I mean, I guess, f- boy doesn't work here, but like the section where Psycho Mantis <laughs> is just over This is just Ben me. pitching how to do a Metal Gear remake. <laughs> He's just hoping yeah. that someone hears so, this. So, like the the whole section. was listening. You know, <laughs> The whole section where uh, Psycho Mantis takes over Meryl. And she's like walking towards snake and she's like oh like kiss me snake that's because she has this attraction to snake and that's kind of like my psycho is bringing that to life the whole backstory of like i became a soldier so i could connect with my dad because i don't know who i am as a woman without being like that can off there's no need for that to be you know and i guess that's the whole kind of line of like what do you include Mm. what don't you include yeah right
0: but you had a you had an opinion on this
2: I'm going to go with the, the broader
4: opinion on this, which is that people are upset about remakes and remasters for the most part. Right. It's yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, general, why are we getting another GTA five? Oh, why are of we... this question's in here. I'm. I'm <laughs> yeah. The, the reasoning, um, that is the weirdest thing to complain about. Like you don't, you don't have to buy it. Is, is there, <laughs> it, it exists I, and you can just yeah. be like, mm. Nope. I'm not I think buy that what the,
1: a lot of people argue is like not that this is the case, but the team making that remake again, making GTA 5, doing anything with Skyrim again, is taking away from development of the new shiny thing. Pro- I did f- the dumbest. The no, with I know, but that's what people think.
2: <laughs> First, the problem with that is that. <laughs> like, sorry, Drew, go, go for it, Ben. No, no I was just me. gonna say, Get like, in here. the problem with that is the whole the Todd Howard quote, right? Yeah. You know, like you know we keep remaking, gonna bring up. we keep remastering skyrim because you can you buy it,
3: buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we wouldn't make it video games are a business video
2: games are a business you know the reason they f- remade grand theft auto for ps4 or like ps5 and xbox whatever is because f- keep buying it now yep.
0: I, I do here's i have like a weird argument for like gta and um last of us Mm -hmm. and it's that they were on the tail end of the 360 ps3 -hmm. lifestyle now i don't think they needed that for the ps4 xbox one but those things didn't really have backwards compatibility and that's poor hindsight on you know developing that console i think it's justified for the you know xbox series s x and the ps5 kind of thing like a Mm -hmm. generation gap could Mm -hmm. justify it but because of you not wanting to have backwards compatibility does not justify yeah. remaking this. Well, they came yeah. out at a
1: time, too, where it could have easily... We see this with a lot of games like Call of Duty, where they're, like, cross-generation release. Like, we'll see a Call of Duty on the 360, and that same Call of Duty come out on Xbox One. But that was with How GTA How did the Nintendo guy
2: not talk about Breath of the Wild as cross-generational? Well, yeah, that
0: would I don't know. Call of Duty is the first thing <laughs> that came to my mind. That's because only two people owned a Wii U.
1: Oh, I true. bought Breath of the Wild on Wii U. And he's, <laughs>
3: did, and you, did you, he's, did
0: you he's one,
1: yeah, he oh, cause really? Because I didn't did. have a Switch and I wasn't going to wait. You think and I'm going to wait to play players. Zelda? I had a
3: Wii
4: he's U and I didn't have a Switch. Two uh, also, for, yeah, the, the whole resources, <laughs> the whole resources, <laughs> the whole resources <laughs> argument is dumb because they're not oh, yeah. the same teams, you f- morons. Yeah, yeah no, they're not. They're usually not the same teams. Ev teams work. There's someone working on the remake. That's what their team is dedicated to. There's someone working mm-hmm. on the sequel. That's what yep. their team is dedicated to. It's not like people are sitting around and like, well, we can either make the next Skyrim game or
1: we can remaster it again, baby. It's like, that's not, that's mm-hmm. not a conversation. <laughs> like, team A, go do the Skyrim remake. Yeah. Team B, we're Really, if Elf nothing else, six. it's
4: probably that the Skyrim remake is funding the the next one. Like it's you're, very possible, you're yeah. leveraging the dead period in between franchises to fund the new project. Obviously, yeah. income come in and fund the new project. Like. Yeah, there's
0: somebody smarter than us who's looking at you know the spreadsheet, going, "Oh yeah, if we Absolutely. only resell Skyrim another like, fifty thousand times." It's like buying a, a car
4: and then being pissed off that the next model year car came out, and you're like, "What the? F- I just bought this car. <laughs> Why <laughs> is there a 2021 car? And it's like, just don't buy it. The, the finished studio. You're fine
2: have teams that they invest millions of into doing market research and seeing Mm -hmm. what people want and like you know and i i think the core the core of my answer is that it depends on the reason for the remake if you're remaking demon souls to go to ps5 so that new people can experience it because of the elden ring boom and all of that stuff then Yeah. yeah that's great if you're remaking or remastering skyrim Because people are buying it. That's an us problem. That's not anything on their fault. That's not their fault. We're the dumb ones that keep buying it. Yeah
0: that's us as gamers right yeah we are we are responsible
2: for so many problems with what we bitch about at the minute because (laughs) we just keep giving people money it's the same skins argument it's like (laughs) why why are they charging this
4: it's like because you keep buying it you morons stop it it's it's,
2: it's exactly the same as like dlc and microtransactions they were new at one point and as a community we just fucking accepted them and now they're the norm
0: if you remember uh bethesda tried to do that in uh, oblivion there was like the five dollar horse armor it was 4.99 to i have horse armor that. oh my lord yeah it, and and everybody was like what no i'm absolutely not paying for the armor and you can mm-hmm. get it for free like yeah. there's a big pushback but now you would look at that and go oh yeah five bucks yeah no problem that would be they, the, they, bonus, they need to take the Amiibo friend. approach that's...
4: where you just buy a overpriced little piece of plastic that then you can <laughs> to give it. you content in the game. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. you could just trick gamers into thinking visibly. they get something. Yeah, it's they're the like, as, uh, They got yelled at first for uh, paid mods, but that's it's yeah. a thing, though, now. Mm-hmm, yep. yeah. It, 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 they, got yelled, they did it first, but they got yelled at about it, and then somebody else did it, and everybody was kind of like, eh, okay, I guess.
2: Yeah, so and that's the thing, you know, at the end of the day, if we as a community accept it, um, for the it's most just, part, it's, it becomes the norm because it's a way mm-hmm. for them to make money in their business. And that's what a lot of people forget.
0: Yep. Guys, I have uh, sad news. There's only two questions left. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. What game do you want to cover, but you haven't yet? <laughs> ben. Persona, Persona 5. five. <laughs> <laughs> you know the answer. That's, that's, look, look, Ben, let me know. Let, let me know. <laughs>
2: um no Persona 5 is definitely one that's that's up there um god I'm trying to think if there are any others because I mean Uh, I've I've made my want to play Persona 5 very vocal for such a long time yeah
0: while, while you think about it uh Kai what do you got
4: uh i would love to play through the first ratchet and clank i'm replaying that Ooh, right now i'd yes. love to play through the first jack and dexter we yep. me and jared started that at some point in time i would love to play through borderlands i think that mm-hmm. would be a blast to play through uh, i mean there's,
3: there's so, so much. Many games for yeah.
0: for your review process though would y'all want to do that as all three together playing and talk about your experience together or would you want to do that separately and then converse about it later uh, I don't know because, like, well, I'm I about something like a you know, a cooperative shooter like Borderlands, for right? Example. Because
1: I think that Borderlands
0: 2 this- shines
1: best with co op. Is he I pitching us a play time together for the first time? So we gonna are we gonna are we gonna create no, a no, play together?
2: No, don't put <laughs> ideas in Jared's brain. We <laughs> I mean. even think
3: about that. Damn
1: it! <laughs> we'll just we'll just copy Gaming Together, their cooperative podcast, and we'll have yeah. that as a series. See, on our The show. good the good news is with Jared that many
4: people don't know is that his appetite for creating podcasts uh, is it's only the uh, That's the, tempered the by his uh, penchant for taking seven years to create a logo for a podcast. So it's <laughs> hey, it's I really. Got it's really this. Balance. I
3: he's got like, there oh, eventually. here's
4: eight podcasts. I'm like, okay, we'll make the make the art. And he's like, nah. nah, nah, nah. nah.
0: <laughs> like, okay. Uh, I feel me- like all those ideas, by the way. And oh, Jack and daxter retrospective would be. Yes, would dude. I'm so I'm so excited to jump. Like, I eventually. I I played through Jack two a while back, and hmm. it still it holds up pretty well until you're having to like uh, I forgot the level, but you're having to use a shotgun while like. You know jumping up a cliffside essentially it's, mm-hmm. it's
1: definitely an interesting game because yeah. that second one they introduced guns so it's like a 3d platformer but also a third person shooter at the same time and it's like that's, yeah. it. that's an interesting combination you're uh, uh, i was gonna say for, for myself i really want to do thousand your door i really want to play through paper mario thousand your door that's a little long so it might be a, a play longer series and i've been slowly forcing Ben to play through Legend of Zelda games, so I really want to get the Twilight Princess eventually because Twilight Princess Ooh. is one of my favorite. I would also want to play
0: Twilight you're, Princess. You're going to hate me, Jared, I feel like, but skip Skyward Sword. No, Skyward skip. Sword's
2: great. I read a Skyward so... Sword apologist. I need just, to know your lo- reasoning.
0: Yeah, okay. Hold on. Because yeah. no, no you get like... All right, so if you play it, not the yeah. remastered one, but the original. Yeah. If you play it, you're going to have wankers cramp for like three weeks from swinging <laughs> the sword around. That's what's going to happen. See, <laughs> the, fir- the first
1: time that i played it the first time i played it was on wii i actually played it in 2020 that was like the one of the games i hadn't played and honestly the waggle physics weren't as bad but the game isn't paced super well that was my biggest no, it's, issue it's, it's
0: I- poorly it's poorly paced the story's yeah very bland yeah and, me and kai put the same
1: amount of time in red dead 2 that we did in skyward sword okay
0: and fee is more annoying than navi i'm just gonna say she is more annoying than navi that's a 37.2
1: percent chance yeah. <laughs> uh they fix a lot of that
2: in the remake she's she's not as annoying
0: okay i'd hope so
2: um yeah i mean persona 5 is one that i have put in the woodworks um mm. death stranded was another one but we are beginning that uh there is one but i i Okay, alright, I'm just going to say it. Uh, so. There's there's a uh, Kojima game called Police mm-hmm. Nauts that is a Japanese only uh, release. Yes. Um, that some fans have lovingly supplied subtitles for, so that you can play it. Um, and I do want to play that at some point. It is like a CDI esque point and click game. It was made oh, for like some PC system in Japan. Um, and you basically play as a dude who uh, gets invited to become a member of space police, and then when you come back to Earth, your wife and your partner have both been killed, and you have to solve their murder, and there's like a whole like organ harvesting thing that's like... Oh, okay. It highlights because right. apparently there's like a very, uh, at the time, there was like a very big problem in like East Asia, like China and Japan mm. of like legal or, um, organ harvesting and trafficking and stuff like that. That's so wild. It tackles that. Um, I do want to play it. The only problem is that it's one of those point and click games where there are very specific fins that you have to click in very specific orders to progress to the next part. So you, so get you lost have to. A lot. Yeah, yeah it'll be like there's five fins, and you have to click the gun then the keyboard then the cup and then you get through to the next section so i'm debating that just purely from a frustration standpoint because it feels like it would be like i playing it here and i've got the walkthrough here and i'm just following it bit by bit
0: yeah i gotcha that's uh, kind of what you're describing sounds like uh, i have a copy of what's called zelda bs over oh wow uh, that's awesome in the other room yeah if you're aware of what it is it was like a uh it was basically linked to the past but you had to play along with like a radio show yeah. in japan that was going on oh. at the time yeah. do you know what else was, would
2: be really it's cool a very weird one but we couldn't play it because there's only three of us it's like a game like keep talking and nobody explodes oh you i play, love that game <laughs> you can play it with
0: the three of you <laughs> I thought yeah. it had to be a two person game.
1: No, you two read the manual and I'll disarm Man. the Yeah. Okay, well maybe we could do
0: that. Yeah, the, the two of um, y'all can yell at Jared for not cutting the right wire. Yeah.
2: I mean we could always <laughs> we could always do something like, you know, we could play like Wanda Gamelon or like some sort of like We could play Settlers of Catan. <laughs> oh dude, I um yeah. I'm yet to play Catan. I do I do own a copy now. Oh, okay, I just see it in, in your background. background. Me like, and Kai also yeah. played Catan last I night, know. so.
1: Yeah, we played last night. Uh,
2: yeah, I added it to an Amazon. So like, I got the idea to have like an Amazon wish list um, because at first I thought it was really weird and then somebody asked me what I wanted for my birthday and I was like, I don't know. And Ellie just sent them the Amazon wish list that I made. And guitar no, made Having a list so... of like,
1: things you want that you could just send to friends and family is the perfect way to handle birthdays. Yeah, oh, it's definitely
0: absolutely. what I'm doing going forward now, 100%. Guys, last question. Are y'all ready? Oh, let's do it. Let's... Are y'all ready? This is... What's the controversial opinion between the three of you? Probably the Chrono Trigger sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Wait, between
4: us or between the world and us?
0: Between the three of you, not the world, just
2: the three of you. Oh, Apple versus Android.
4: Well, it's Android, oh, obviously. Yeah. It's Android, oh, obviously. Well,
2: yeah. Thank you.
3: Oh. Of course, of course. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> we had a massive. Uh, I would say that's one <laughs>
1: video game wise, something that we've argued a, a lot just during the podcast, and we had a whole episode about was uh, whether or not Breath of the Wild is a oh, great or even good game. Oh, mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, what
3: Breath of the yeah. Wild? Bull- Breath of yeah. the Wild it's is like they're, they're like, on the wrong side of history. Wrong. So let's just. Uh, Breath of the Wild is
0: like
1: the most mid game
2: that ever existed. Breath really. of the
0: Wild is one of our highest rated games. It is at a nine, that. nine point five out of ten. No, fuck it, yeah. Yeah, it's not right, it's right, not one that's so. called perfect. I got well, a nine point five out of ten. But I'm, I'm not going to spend
4: I, the next hour and a half uh, rehashing this. So if you'd like to go listen to it, yeah, we didn't episode on Colby. Yeah. Switch it up,
3: pod.
0: And I can go listen to you all be wrong and then give you a nice Twitter thread about why. You're dumb. <laughs> there you go. Yeah,
1: you know, what, you I know what? Like, that's can you, can you caveat Kai and Ben in that because I'm not a part of that opinion.
0: No, no no Jared. You're on the podcast, so no. you're part of
2: it. <laughs> yes, guilty by association. That's it. <laughs> the majority of play along podcasts think that Breath of the Wild is a mid game. Yeah. Yep. That yeah. sounds like a f-
1: clickbaity ass Kotaka <laughs> yeah.
0: on, yeah. on us or something. Yeah. Breath of the Wild, was it good? You know, that's. I think <laughs> that
1: was legit the name of the episode that we put. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, yeah. I.
4: It's not that it's not a good game. It's an okay game. It's, it's fine. just not it's, amazing. It's like solid. It, it did some things that are okay. It gets way more praise than it deserves, and that's what's upsetting. Is that people Ooh, I think laud it I, as something it is not.
1: You always did, said that you you had less of a problem with Breath of the Wild and more with the fans because they I will say bet. it's an amazing game, mm-hmm, you say yeah. it's not, and then you get yelled at for it, and that's what I you mean, just, right.
0: I, To me, my biggest downfall to Breath of the Wild is the motion controls they try to force on you, but this was also when the Switch was new, and there's, like, Mm -hmm. some... I forgot what they're called, but like the little dungeon puzzles the that you, yeah that you have to do with motion controls. And that's just, it's awful. It's awful. Well, especially if you're
1: handheld and you're like turn your Switch upside down to solve puzzles. I,
0: I, yeah, I basically play my Switch exclusively upside down, or not upside down. But <laughs> I was like, handheld. wow, that's impressive.
2: Upside down with inverted <laughs> yeah. controls. Yeah. yeah
0: usually usually I'm playing at work and I'm, I'm sitting on a construction site in my truck not doing anything. So that's where I'm right. playing my Switch, you know, I'm playing in handheld and I'm, I'm mm. sitting there in my truck doing, you know, this number. I mean, exactly. honestly, I looked, They're like, "What are That I normally do, you know. In all seriousness,
2: <laughs> if you if you do want to go listen to
0: it, and it's a great conversation. It's a shameless sure. plug, but it's I would I would love that. Well, no, there's no shameless plugs here. It's
2: a it's a two and a bit hour episode of me and Kai arguing our points against Jared and Colby from Switch It Up podcast.
3: Yeah, um, okay.
2: and Defending. you know, the, and honor. to be honest, in all seriousness, good points all around. I think there's a lot of arguments that are made for why it's a good game, for why it's a bad game. Me and Kai are right, but the arguments are valid. Well, I'll
0: have to go take a listen to it. I'll (laughs) let you know if they they are or aren't. I will say it was a refreshing, as somebody who's a longtime Zelda fan, Hmm. it it, it was a refreshing take on the franchise was Hmm. why I think it gets a lot of praise. If you take an awful Zelda game like Skyward Sword, for example, that's very hand-holdy and wants the. Drag you along and tell you exactly how to play the game versus this yeah. one where it's like, do hey, whatever you want. you Link. Like, hey, uh, here's this you, open you,
1: world, but there's like yeah. weapon durability and stamina yeah.
2: meter and like good. four enemies.
0: Yes, thank
1: you. I'm on the also, side of weapon durability being good too.
0: Because I I've never understood weapon hoarding in any game. Like if I'm playing, if we were playing Halo together, right, the four of us, if I saw a rocket launcher and then there's a grunt two foot away from me, guess what? The grunt's gonna get shot with. Mm -hmm. it's that rock i don't care if there's a hundred later in the level i'm shooting the grunt with it i'm not saving (laughs) it (laughs) yeah and uh i'm replaying breath of the wild now just for you know with the tears of the kingdom coming up and even at the beginning of the game i already have like a full weapon inventory so to me it like doesn't matter if that Mm -hmm. makes sense like i know i still have more things to beat people up with oh no one broke
1: Well, now you can you can fuse things
0: (laughs) yeah i can make a longer stick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> all right guys we are out of questions now this is the fun part of between two pods where you three get to ask me whatever you'd want to i've been asking y'all questions the whole oh. time now the three of you get to say hey i'd like to know something about the video game club
1: hmm. i feel like i know the answer to this because you, you talked about it already but between persona 3 4 and 5 if you had to keep one and the other two get wiped out of existence you can't play them anymore no one can play them which one are you choosing
0: that's it's a really hard question but it's going to come down to persona 4 actually i've heard a lot of so persona 4 starts most people bow out of persona 4 really quick because it's like two hours the beginning game is two hours of nothing like it's the Mm. slice of life you're reading a lot that's two hours of nothing but it's got the better story the better payoff the music's not as good as five Mm. uh the combat is a better version of three and it's uh yeah well we're talking about percent of four golden specifically Mm. yeah because there's different you know it's like saying percent of four versus percent of four golden it's like percent of five versus percent of five royal yeah yeah so, I mean, 4 has got, especially for a villain, and a villain you don't see coming, it's got a much better villain okay. at the end of the, the plot.
2: Interesting. Also, Persona 5 has got that really f- um, What's the dude's name? Is it Oki, Okinomora or something? The dude... Who has the factory line boss fight? Where oh, is the time uh, a Akumara,
0: Akumara Foods. That there you go. The worst yeah.
2: part of Persona 5. And... It's a timed boss fight where you have to fight waves of enemies and escape the facility within 30 minutes. And do you yeah, want and... Kai
0: to play this game i think you're just convincing him what ways you shouldn't play yeah, no, here's here's the thing I, I will be there for that episode when kai wants to just sit there and say why it's the worst and i'm gonna be like hell yeah man you're right this yeah. is absolutely invalidation <laughs> <laughs> it, it is oh, I mean, yeah. it's probably one
2: of the worst boss fights i've ever experienced but yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. i'm yet but on, playing... honestly
0: kai if you don't like also if you don't like uh jrpgs just put this thing on story mode and run through it yeah. It's yeah
1: mm-hmm. interesting
2: getting
0: good getting good at this game doesn't really matter it's so easy to become overpowered in persona 5
2: yeah especially when it comes to the fusions yeah. and the mosques and stuff
4: yeah. i uh, always i go into everything with an open mind regardless yeah. of what it is it just quickly you know i form opinions that <laughs> it are very just strong. quickly changes <laughs> well
0: I, I will say that's it's like the halfway point of the game too and it's honestly the worst part of the whole game yeah
2: yeah it's like the hill like you got to push to get up and then you're at the top of the hill and if you can make it to the other side it's nice and breezy
0: afterwards it's just that that one piece it's that one part yeah but Uh, persona 4 golden it's it's a great game the story is a lot more interesting but again it's that two hour like mm -hmm. slice of life you're there's no combat you're not introduced to anything you're just meeting characters and Mm -hmm. you know a lot of talking
2: I'm really curious as well have you played Fallout seventy six and what did you think of it I oh
0: man okay so I played fallout seventy six at launch and you know Oof. obviously like everybody else <laughs> not great but I went back and replayed it much later mm-hmm. and it's a lot better game the I, I think it's worth a, a revisit if that makes sense like if you're mm-hmm. a fallout fan it's worth a revisit. the problem I have with seventy six is that everybody says, hey I would like you know fallout and i'd like to go play it with my friends that doesn't mean i want a mmo, MMO live service game i just want to play cooperatively yeah.
1: that's how yeah. i felt about dso as well i was like Skyrim with friends and i was like this is an mmo i don't really
3: want yeah this. yeah
0: i just i just want to play co-op i want yeah. the world of fallout 4 but i want to just you know my friend to be able to come hang out with me in power armor and we decimate some people yeah
4: you can only use one console for the rest of your life what's your choice
0: Eh, don't do that to me.
4: Uh, is a PC uh, a
1: console? No, <laughs> console. Yeah, as
4: I say, because like, PC, you've got all sorts of emulators and everything. One console, and you can't jailbreak it to run ROMs. And it has to be only the games that are on that console.
0: PS Two.
1: That's a good choice. choice. That's like a good choice. There is so uh, much variety on the PS Two.
0: Look at Kai turning my uh, best music in any game. <laughs> <back at> Yeah, P- PS2. Yeah. With the the second choice would be the Switch.
4: Yeah. And if you're and if you're interested to hear what games we would play on PS2, <laughs> we have a PS2 draft episode. Always be plugging, uh, <laughs> where you can listen to our
1: PS2 draft. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I'm actually curious. You kind of brought it up with us talking about a game we'd want to like tell people about. Well, what's like an underrated gem that you played that not many people have checked out for
0: for the podcast or in general? Just in I general have our spreadsheet up over here with all the games we've played yeah just in general I still, or. I still think uh for our podcast at least i don't think enough people are talking about neon white
1: i saw that was on sale on playstation and i almost picked it up because it looked really cool
0: i i think it does better on i don't know how it would work on console because of how accurate you have to be while shooting mm. to be honest and console playing doesn't it's not as accurate as mouse and keyboard mm. by a mile mm. um Part of the reason I picked it, uh, everybody knows that listens to us, I'm a big fan of Yahtzee Kroshaw, the guy who makes Zero Punctuation. That mm. was his game of the year, beat out Elden Ring. So if something mm. shoves Elden Ring out of the way... That's wild. Gotta be gotta be worth looking at, right? Yeah.
2: Also, um, Zero Punctuation is a f- f-
0: brilliant series. Yes, it is. Uh, but between it and i think a lot of the uh right now the big reason the 360s on my desk i've been playing uh, a lot of the older call of duties like right now just replaying call of duty 3 for the fun of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh so you know things like that that people don't think about like call of duty 3 followed uh three different units through just like the fight of france there's no mm-hmm. russian campaign there's no italian campaign there's no you know
3: mm-hmm.
0: nothing like that if you looked at something like uh it was a PS2 exclusive, but Call of Duty 2, Big Red 1, because Call of Duty 2 never mm. came to the PS2. Uh, that one, what it does is it follows a single unit from North Africa to Germany. And they got the the people who do the voice acting for it is the cast of Band of Brothers. Oh, wow. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so, and and they had already done Band of Brothers, and, you know, obviously all these guys know each other, so them mm, being in the VO BO cool. booth, to yell at each other and, you know act out the roles is great they also got them to do the mocap too
2: oh, oh that's shit. funny fair enough
0: yeah which obviously if you play it now i mean you're looking at this dude uh, for me it's it is rose rose-tinted glasses the game doesn't hold up as great as a lot of others because mm-hmm. like this is before call of duty had regenerating health and you had to find like med kits as you went along mm-hmm. wild. yeah wild
2: Right, last last one from me i'm curious okay. if is there one single game that is like the game you regret playing the most? Like you look at it and you're like, I regret putting the time into this
0: game. Oh, man, I, I have a bunch of those. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, you get this mobile oh, I,
0: I have I have a bunch of those uh, from this year right now. Hotline Miami is one of those recently. Hmm
2: that is definitely not as good as people say it is.
0: Though. No, I I had a miserable time playing it. Uh a lot of people say the soundtrack is good. I muted that game and was putting up other <laughs> stuff. Five <Personified> music
1: <laughs> in the background while <laughs> you play out like that. Yeah.
0: Oh, you're not even uh, no joking though. It really was like that yeah. because like the uh I got stuck on this one level for like an hour and the it's like i don't know really how to describe the music it's techno but it's like uh it's 80s a stoop, techno flavy
2: kind e- of e- yeah EDM- but like ish.
0: yeah but the song that got stuck on loop for me for like an hour sounded like the aol dial-up tone
2: It oh, was <laughs> like doom 93 i don't know if this is controversial but i muted the music in doom 93 yep. because
1: i just couldn't hack it on repeat
0: yeah. um an- another one which we played last year for the podcast we played duke nukem forever
1: Oh that's notoriously a, a bad game. You can reach into a toilet and throw your grenade no, in that game. I don't
2: know one of the, I've never played it, but I know on episode 1, I can't remember which one of the dudes it was, but one of them was really really like pro Duke Nukem forever.
0: Yeah, some people are weirdly like say that it's good. Though it's fun to play Duke Nukem forever is you can watch like the evolution of shooters mm. as you as you play it. It's really weird, but it's like a Bad museum of shooter ideas <laughs> as you as you go through it. <laughs> that's awesome. It and uh, Resident Evil Four. I don't want to look at that game ever again.
1: Wow, I feel like that's a okay. hot take. I haven't played Resident Evil Four, but people love that game. Man, just pick, like the one of the most loved ones of the franchise.
0: <laughs> that's it's so bad. It's so bad. I referred to like a uh, Leon Kennedy as having the uh, personality of a moldy piece of toast for the whole game. <laughs> that's fair
2: i can i mean the first couple of resi games none of the characters really have an awful amount of no, personality yeah
0: for but it's kind of like i said uh with resident evil 7 it's that the game is good just leave out the figuring out the corruption about it let me survive yeah. this you know <laughs> this zombie horde that obviously you know yeah. something's going on with it, I, it's I don't for that the conspiracy simple theory just zombie horde yeah. I think I think that's the problem, is that they try to overcomplicate it.
2: Yeah. Did you do that thing where you shoot the lake a bunch
0: of times? I knew about that beforehand. Ah, okay, right. So, I, I knew about... Yeah, no. Didn't get me with that one. <laughs> and then you get to the guy that, uh, the, that you buy like guns and ammo for and he's like, Welcome! Yeah, he, he's like, <laughs> what are you buying? What you, you know? buying? You know, he's doing that number, and then he only has like one box of shotgun shells, but in his vest there's just shell after shell after (laughs) I buy your jacket please sir (laughs) (laughs) I'll take that how much yeah or uh, actually the best thing in Resident Evil 4 though is the inventory management I don't know if the remake has that
1: uh I've never played I've I've never played any Resident Evil 4 at all
0: okay the uh the inventory management's probably it's like Tetris but with your weapons Uh, yeah uh, yeah is there any other questions that y'all would like to have? If oh, not, we I will move it. on to plugs. I think i are good, yeah.
1: Plug, 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 plug.
0: Good. All right. One last time. Could you tell everybody where they can find y'all? What are you currently playing?
1: Well, you can find us at playalongpod.com. Like I said, all of our contents there, all of our bonus content if you want to become a member and get some of that. And you can follow us on all of our socials at playalongpod.com. Uh, As of this recording, we are probably like halfway through Hi-Fi Rush at this point. So, Mm -hmm. if you're interested in that game and want to hear our thoughts on it,
0: come check it out. Absolutely. Thank y'all very much for coming on to Between Two Pods. I hope y'all had a good time. Yeah, man, this has been awesome. Thanks for having (laughs) me, man. (laughs) Yeah, I hope y'all had a great time. Uh, Currently for us, we are uh, playing, what is it called? Pizza Tower? I've heard so many people talk about Pizza Pizza Tower. Tower. What is this game? it's not good (laughs) anyway we haven't recorded the episode yet as of this recording but i think joey and tim like it i'm I'm not about it it's like a uh 2d platformer and uh a lot of game devs that i follow on twitter think it's really good so i think it's one of those like a um like a restaurant where a chef would go eat if that makes sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like like they get it but somebody like me who's just a somebody who plays games is like, what the f*** am I doing? Yeah. Okay. Well. Awesome. Thank y'all very much again. And I hope everybody enjoyed this episode of Between Two Thoughts. Thank you for having us, we will. We will see y'all in the next episode. Peace out. Bye. Bye, y'all.